how the MHSAA educates both new and existing athletic directors, and how to watch MHSAA finals from 10, 20, even 70 years ago today. I'm John Ross, and this is This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid. The start of a new school year is an extremely busy one for athletic directors, especially first-time ADs. Starting in mid-August, the MHSAA offers an in-person new AD orientation that every first-time AD attends. There is also an update meeting for all athletic directors and school administrators that starts this week. The update meeting is held in seven different locations throughout the state. The first is in Kalamazoo and the final one in Marquette in mid-October. This is the 46th year of the update meeting and it's a great opportunity for school leaders to hear from the MHSAA's executive director, Mark Ewell, on the direction of the association. The meeting also provides an opportunity for administrators to ask questions and discuss any recent changes to the MHSAA's rules and regulations. One other way that new ADs are supported, and this is a brand new program, is the AD Connect program. Eight recently retired athletic directors are serving as mentors to first-time ADs, helping them understand the ins and outs of being an AD and being there to assist them with any questions they have. The AD Connect program is led by Assistant Director Brad Bush and the Executive Director of the MIAAA, Karen Lennar. It's time for Game Balls, where we highlight a trio of standout performances from this past week. First, Liam Smith of Muskegon Reese Puffer. He became the school's all-time leading soccer scorer by netting four times in a shutout win over Muskegon. Smith now has 77 career goals and counting for Reese Puffer. Lansing Sexton quarterback Joseph Pizzo, he threw for three touchdowns and ran for another in a 48-12 win over Olivet. The win moves Sexton to 3-0 for the first time since 2017. And the Midland Dow swimmer, Emmy Sauer, she helped lead Dow to wins over Flint Powers and Saginaw Heritage, turning in the fastest times in the 100 butterfly and backstroke and being on two winning relay teams. For high school seniors, the matchup of the year isn't on the field. It's actually online. That's right. When you fill out the FAFSA, you know, the free application for federal student aid, you could also be eligible for thousands of dollars in additional money from the Michigan Achievement Scholarship. Yep, nearly 80% of students who fill out the FAFSA may be eligible. Now that's a matchup we can all root for. Get started today at michigan.gov achievement. The Michigan Achievement Scholarship. It's a game changer. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with registered official Paige Winnie. In basketball, when a player is inbounding the ball, his or her feet have to be behind the line when passing the ball. Their feet cannot be touching the line. But in soccer, a player just has to be on the line to complete a throw-in. Even if their heels are both barely touching the line and the majority of their body is in the field to play. It is considered a legal soccer throw-in if any part of both feet are either touching the line or are behind the line, including if the player does a somersault or a front flip style throw-in. As long as they flip and land with both feet on or behind the line and throw the ball, it is a legal throw-in. Thanks, Paige. Now more than ever, we need officials. If you're interested, please go to the MHSAA website now to register. Did you know? Hundreds of past MHSAA finals are available to watch on our YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com slash user slash MHSAA sports 
or click the YouTube icon on the front page of MHSAA.com. And then in no time, you can be re-watching the 2012 Division III Boys Soccer Final or the 1993 Class C Volleyball Final. And of course, we have a ton of football and basketball games archived, including the 1977 Class A Boys Basketball Final won by Lansing Everett and Irvin Johnson, back when he was first getting known as Magic. There's even footage from the 1949 Class B Basketball Final between Coldwater and River Rouge that you can watch. That was a game played nearly 75 years ago. If there's a game you want to watch again or watch for the first time, find it on our YouTube channel. And if a game you're looking for isn't there, keep checking back. We add new games each week. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross, and we'll see you next week. Every touchdown. Fires, and it's caught for the touchdown. Every hit. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. Every basket. This one's good if it goes. Oh, dude. Oh, Are you kidding me? Every goal. And a drive stop is on GetStuckOnSports.com all season long. Hello, everybody, and welcome into North Branch High School, the site of tonight's BWAC matchup between the undefeated, unscored-upon Almont Raiders and the home North Branch Broncos. This is a very interesting game for a multitude of reasons. Third of the way into the season. Start with the road team, Almont. They have sliced and diced their way through the first third of their schedule, but the skeptics, the critics, can rightfully point to strength of schedule has not been the best. They beat Marysville 38 to nothing in the opener, and Marysville has gone on to win their next two games and have shut out their next two opponents, but... Marysville hadn't played anyone super strong since then either. So that went a bit in question. We'll find out more about that tonight. Then the next week, they went to Algonac and, well, they took care of the Muskrats 49 to nothing. Held a, an up and coming Algonac team to, to, to zero. But again, this is an Algonac team that had, didn't have a program last year. But another shutout on their resume. And then last week, Almont takes on MLA City. They do that, and, well, it's another shutout for Almont, and it wasn't particularly close. Almont defeats MLA City 58 to nothing with a few defensive scores. So Almont's undefeated, but they haven't had a big test yet. In come the North Branch Broncos, a team that a year ago was one half of the BWAC champions. Them and Armada split it on this field about 11, 10, 11 months ago. They beat Cross Lex to clinch a share of the title. 99% of their total offense graduated. Head coach Jeremy Furman leaves for Flint Kersley. A lot of questions about this North Branch Bronco team. Week one. Uh, split between two days, Forest Hills Eastern comes to North Branch and wins 21-6. to So you're thinking, okay, North Branch takes a step back. But next two weeks, they take care of business. They throttle MLA City, only giving up six points in the process. And last week, going to Yale Park, beat the Bulldogs 14-6 after Yale's statement win against Armada. 
North Branch team showing like they have a little bit of life, showing that their defense could be legit. Most points given up in a game by either of these two squads was North Branch's 21 to Forest Hills Eastern. By the way, what has Forest Hills Eastern done the last two weeks? Scored over 100 points. So they're a pretty good football team. A lot of questions will be answered tonight. Got a chance to talk with both, both James Lusby and Chris Sikora, head coaches for their respective sides earlier in the week. We'll step aside for a moment, but when we come back, you'll hear my conversation with Coach Lusby, and then I got a chance to talk with Coach Sikora. Don't go anywhere. We are live here from Krebs Field, a big BWAC contest early, well, actually in the middle part of the season now. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to high school football coverage live here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Are you ready for some football? Don't you dare fumble that ball. Keep it glued to GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Let me tell you about my friend Scott down at Miller Maytag. He knows quality appliances and how to help make your home run as smoothly as possible. Let the appliance experts at Miller Maytag help you pick the best American-made products from Maytag, KitchenAid, Whirlpool, and more. Freestanding double ovens will change your kitchen setup forever. Their high-efficiency front and top-load washers will save you money and do your laundry in half the time. Stop in today a quarter mile south of McLaren Hospital on Pine Grove. Miller Maytag is a proud supporter of local high school athletics. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810-987-2185. Are you getting out of a lease or ready to trade in your vehicle? Stop by Jepson Car Company and we'll be here to assist you. We are constantly buying out lease vehicles and almost always putting money into your pocket. No matter what you owe, we can help. If you don't see your perfect vehicle in our lot, we will help you find it. Our purchasing team has decades of experience to help find the vehicle that is best for you. Call Jepson today at 810-662-3048 or stop by at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair. Whether you're looking for a safer, easier to maintain walk-in tub or shower, or a whole new updated and complete renovation, you need to call Luxury Bath by Mobility Remodelers. You could have a beautiful tub or walk-in shower and save more than 50% over traditional remodeling. They offer hundreds of combinations of colors, patterns, and accessories featuring microband technology. Call 810-385-1700 for a free in-home consultation and look for their new showroom in the Birchwood Mall. Luxury Bath and Mobility Remodelers. Imagine what they can do for you. 
Grace Memorial is here to serve you during your time of need. With four locations in Port Huron, Kimball, Marine City, and Clinton Township, Grace will take care of all of your needs. They offer funeral services, cremations, burials, monuments, and celebration of life services. Call 810-985-4351 to get in contact. They offer superb service with exceptional facilities at affordable prices. Grace Memorial, because a life well lived is worth remembering. Are you ready for some football? Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. Every grandma knows get stuck on sports.com is where the grand. Back here on the Get Stuck on Sports pregame show here with Elmont's coach James Lusby. Coach. 3-0 3-0 coming into this game before we talk about North Branch. Let's talk about the three games you've had coming into this. Had three pretty convincing wins, haven't been scored on. I'm sure you're happy with the effort you've seen through the first third of the season. Uh, yeah, I mean, our growth has been exactly where we wanted it. Um, each game we're getting a little bit better, and uh, our, we're starting to find some kids that uh, we didn't really quite know what they were going to produce this year, and uh, they're starting to rise to the top, so that's good. What are some of the improvements your team's made from the end of camp to now getting into the thick of BWAC play? Um, really just applying our an offense. It's applying our rules and understanding that uh, varsity defenses don't always line up exactly how you practice them all week. Um, they're, you know, the BWAC has some pretty good defense coordinators in it, and uh, they're not going to show you uh, the same thing every week. So our kids have to be prepared. I mean, we prepare for what we have tape for, and uh, then we hopefully apply what they've known through the week to adjust. So that's really what it comes down to is be able to adjust on the fly. Going up to North Branch, never an easy task. This North Branch team has been pretty stingy defensively, even in their loss, only gave up 21 points. They beat up MLA City and they knocked off Yale after their big win. What can you tell us about the Broncos? What do you see when you look at North Branch on film? They're big. Uh, they're big. They have some fast backs. Uh, you know, they want to ground and pound kind of like we do. So I, I think it's going to come down to a defensive battle and uh, whoever gives up the uh, least amount of points obviously will win and uh, obviously it's going to come down to probably turnovers. Mm. Going up to North Branch, as I mentioned, not an easy place to go. I, they have not lost many BWAC games up there the last few years. What makes it so tough having to go up to North Branch? I know it's kind of on an island in and of itself with the BWAC, but what makes playing at playing at Krebs Field so tough? Um, I don't know. It's kind of like every team in the BWAC. They're all tough to play at. Uh, that's why home field advantage is so nice. Um, but no, I mean, hopefully our fans will travel up that way and uh, support us, and uh, we'll be able to put on a good show for them. If Almont's going to be successful in this game, who are some kids that are going to step up? Who are some names I'm going to be saying early and often in, in, in this game? Um, probably it'll start with our inside linebacker, the Furquan uh, brothers. Um, it'll start there, and then, of course, our defensive line, if we're going to keep that zero on the board. Um, Chase Patani will have to have a big game carrying the ball. Um, and our offensive line is going to have to get off the ball and move some big boys. Um, hopefully our athletes, uh, Luke Winkler and uh, Jacob Stewart, will come through like they've been in the past and uh, we'll be able to get enough points to win the game. You mentioned that North Branch is pretty big. It's hard to simulate size. You can simulate speed, speed a bit. You can simulate scheme, but it's hard to really get the true sense of how big a team is. How do you prepare for that during the week? 
Um, well, <laughs> we, we try to put our big guys where their big guys are. Um, you know, we do have a few nice sized kids, uh, nothing like they do, but, uh, we have tough nosed kids and, uh, we always say it's not the uh, size of the kid, it's the heart. So, uh, that's one thing that all my kids have. They have heart and they are going to give you everything they got every time they step on the field. So we look forward to playing them. I'm sure you're used to this being in the BWAC as long as you have, but when you get two teams that run the ball as much as you and them both do, not going to have a lot of possessions. You're not going to get the number of snaps you might get if you're playing a team that likes to air it out. So how important does that make every possession? And I know you already hinted at turnovers, but does that make each possession that much more vital, knowing you might only get to touch the ball six, seven, or eight times? Yeah, I mean, it'll probably come down to time of possession and who can control the ball. And, uh, and I mean, it's come down to us before where we've went in overtime or it comes down to whoever has the ball last. So uh, ball security is going to be number one. Try to create some turnovers on defense will help us. And uh, big-time special team plays uh, is always a bonus. Coach, I appreciate your time. Uh, anything else you can tell us about the Broncos or anything else that Almont needs to do to win this game before I let you go? Um. No, we just got to play uh, Almont football and uh, go out there and expect uh, that they're going to come after us. Uh, you know, they've got our number the last couple years. Um, they got a new roster. Um, they got a new coach. Uh, so, you know, they're trying to develop a new culture over there, too, or continue the same culture that they have. Uh, we got to go up there and impose our will, and hopefully uh, we uh, can squeak out a win up there. Coach, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Good luck against North Branch. I appreciate it. Thank you. We'll be back with more on the Get Stuck on Sports pregame show right after this. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Your intuition is telling you to prepare for the future, no matter what happens. Your heart is telling you to help others in your community. With Women's Life Insurance Society, you can do both. Protect your family's financial security with life insurance and annuities from an organization that also supports scholarships, soup kitchens, and so much more. You can trust Women's Life to be there for your loved ones, even if you can't, and to support local communities. Trust your intuition. Trust Women's Life. Get started today at womanslife.org. Ted's Coney Island is a great place to get a great meal at a great price. Dine in, carry out, or drive through. Ted's is family-friendly with menu options for everyone, and they support local high school sports programs. Ted's Coney Island has three convenient locations to serve you. At the north end of Port Huron near Kroger, at the south end of Port Huron on 24th Street, just north of Port Huron High, and in Richmond on M19 in Gratiot. Ted's Coney Island, a great place to get a great meal at a great price. For over 125 years, Ameriprise Financial has provided advice for clients' unique goals and helped millions of Americans retire on their terms, when they want, where they want, doing what they want. As an Ameriprise private wealth advisor, Dave Betts remains true to the vision of always putting clients first. He's ready to help you get where you want to be today and well into the future. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Not FIDC or NCUA insured. No financial institution guarantee. May lose value. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor. If you need Blue Water area scores, standing schedules, and more, go to GetStuckOnSports.com. Not able to listen to the game live? GetStuckOnSports.com archives all their broadcasts so you can listen at any time. GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
See you on the field, superstar. You've got it on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Back here on the Get Stuck on Sports pregame show. Now joined by North Branch head coach, Chris Sakura. Coach, first of all, welcome. First game that we've done with you at the North Branch Helm. You've gotten off to a pretty good start, 2-1. and one. Seems like you've adapted pretty quickly to being out here in BWAC country and, and with North Branch. Yeah, I mean, the kids have been fantastic. The community has been incredibly supportive. Uh, you know, I really give it to the parents for, for giving me the opportunity to work with such great, hardworking kids because I think that starts at home, so... All right, let's talk about, just give a quick synopsis. First three weeks, you lost to a good Forest Hills Eastern team. You've won the last two, including what was, I guess at the time, maybe an upset over Yale because they had just come off such a big emotional win. How do you feel the first three weeks have gone? You know, I think we're getting better and better. Uh, You know, we played a really, really great game defensively last week. Offensively, we had a good, really good first half. We had a couple different uh, things where we were, realistically shooting ourselves in the foot and uh you know the the goal each week is just to get better and you know minimize those mistakes so kind of highlight okay what did we do well things that we didn't do well and then we kind of focus on that and really work on playing the best north branch football we can through the first three weeks who are a couple players that have stood out that you've gone wow all right i'm really glad i I inherited a guy like this uh you know uh, Wyatt Bruff has been just absolutely the captain of our defense. Uh, he has played phenomenal. He's a three-year starter at linebacker. I see him just really taking control, and he sees something, and he goes. So he's been fantastic with really being another coach on the field. Um, Mason Howe is a man amongst children. He is. Uh, you know, when he plays, he plays with an attitude, and it, it is like an absolute hammer. That's his tool. Like, he's going to bring it, and he's going to swing it hard. And, I mean, kids just go down. And that's offensively and defensively. So we're able to use him and, you know, at our dominant running attack and then, you know, him to be just such a physical force on defense. So The reports I've gotten from people who have seen your games and just coming out and practicing, looking around, you're, you're not a short on size. You have some big boys up front. How much does that help you? Because you and I both know if you can win the trenches, you're going to be in darn near every football game. Oh, you know what? It's to me, our games will will offensively definitely go with where our offensive line will take us. And that was kind of you know last week they had a really really good first half. Uh, they kind of were making some assignment mistakes in the second half, and, and then that showed how we were able to move the ball. Um, but you know, you're talking week two, we had close to 550 yards of offense, and that was close to 450 yards just straight up on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when it, it, it comes from those guys, uh, you know, we tally every single week pancake blocks, and we chart them and we stick our kids up for them. So it's all, you know, to me, very competitive. And the, the goal for our offensive line is we are going to put bodies on the ground every single play. All right, bringing in Almont for a big game. Before we talk about the Raiders specifically, you're in a spot that your opponent was in last week. Yale had the win over Armada. You went into their house and beat them. You got the win over Yale. Almont's coming into your backyard and playing you. How do you avoid a letdown spot after getting a big win against a, a good Yale team and not you know, having that hangover week, as, as you might call it? Uh, you know, I think the, it's just kind of internal focus. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter if we're playing Emily City, Algonac, Yale, 
Croslax. It's all about us. Mm-hmm. You know, that's uh, that I tell the kids. We can't control what another team does. We can't control what the players they have, but we can control our technique, our effort, our enthusiasm, our passion, our physicality. Those are things that we can do. And, and if we take care of those things, we're going to win. Mm-hmm. We're going to win. I believe in our kids. If we don't, we lack on those things and we lack focus, well, then we could lose to anybody. So really, I, I try to hammer away at it. It is not about them. We, we control the outcome of the game, whether we do it, do the things we need to or not. I know you can't control what Almont does, but they're a pretty good team, and they've done the same thing for a long time. When you turn on the Raider film, what do you see with this Almont team coming into town? Ah, well, they scored a lot of points. They scored a lot of points. They moved the ball on every team they played against. Uh, you know, you know, curious to see. You know, I think we, I believe we're the most physical uh, defense in the BWAC, and I'm curious to see what that's going to be looking like on Friday. Um, you know, we're going to have a packed house. It's also going to be our military appreciation game, and we're going to be honoring military veterans throughout the community. Um, you know, so it's something else to play for. They're not just playing for themselves. They're playing for family members. They're playing for community members. They're playing for people that have really given incredible sacrifices for us to be able to play football. So, You mentioned the home field advantage. It feels like Kreps Field is a pretty tough place to play. I don't know the exact stat, but I know North Branch has not lost many BWAC opponents on home turf the last few years. What makes this such a tough place to play at? Well, our community members come out. They come out in full force. You will. It doesn't make a difference if we're playing Forest Hills on multiple different days. We're going to have a packed house with supportive community members. Uh, it, you know, and our kids know that this is this is our home, and we're not going to let anybody come in and basically be more physical than us. And then the game just usually takes care of themselves at that point. Last question's a simple one. What are the keys to a North Branch victory and staying undefeated in conference play? Controlling the ball. It's about controlling the ball. As long as we go through and do the things we need to, we're going to be fine. Um, It's control the controllables. That's really it. All right, Coach, I appreciate it. Thank you very much, and good luck against Almont. Thank you very much, sir. I appreciate it. Well, kickoff when we come back here on GetStuckOnSports.com. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Preferred Seamless Gutters in Emily City has been family-owned and operated since 1997. In-house employees, when you call Preferred, you get Preferred. At Preferred, they manufacture all components, making them the warehouse. This ensures prompt installation from Preferred's well-trained and courteous staff, serving St. Clair, Sanilac, Genesee, and northern Macomb counties. Give Melissa a call and she'll be happy to schedule a quote. No high-pressure sales, just great service from Preferred Seamless Gutters in Imlay City. Call 800-964-6613 today. Buying or selling a home, you need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. 
Are you ready for some football? Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. Back here at Kreps Field, North Branch. Kicking off first, they run up. Surprise onside to the far side, but the far line of Almont falls on it quickly, and Almont will start off with pretty decent field position. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Brady Beaton for GetStuckOnSports.com. Almont North Branch, a big matchup in the BWAC as Almont, led by QB1 Chase Davidowski, works first and 10 from their own 44-yard line. Two stingy defenses working against each other. Davidowski under center. Two backs behind him. Snap. Play action. Davidowski wants the deep ball. The pass. It's caught. No. Dropped at the 35 of North Branch. He had Noah Maxlow with a step on the defender, but it went in and out of the hands. Second and 10 coming up for Almont, although I like the aggressiveness early from the Raiders. Play action out of a tight formation. Tried to go over the top. Just, just slipped through the hands of Max Lowe. Again, this Bronco defense, 21 points given up in week one, six the last two weeks. Second and 10 from their own 44. Davidowski and the Raiders work from under center. Overload right. Davidowski leans in, snap, hands off to Batani on the reverse. He's hitting the backfield, and he'll lose a yard. That North Branch defense hit him, and he went down right away. Looked like number 21, Wyatt Bruff, with first contact. Call it a loss of a half yard. Third and a long 10 coming up for Almont. This North Branch defense brought back about eight starters under new head coach Chris Sikora, and he is excited to see what they can do. This could be a race to, to 20 points. Third and 10 from their own 44-yard line. One man split out to the right, Davidowski under center. Snap, handoff, near side, working up number 35, Jacob Fuller. He gets across the line of scrimmage, but he's tackled short of midfield. They tried to go with the run play on third and long, only get about four yards. That brings up fourth and about five, and the punt unit comes on for North Branch. Excuse me, for Almont, North Branch getting the ball back. 10-49 and counting here in quarter number one. Valmont punts this away. It's a three and out for Almont to start the game, and North Branch will get a chance to strike first. No one back deep for the Broncos. Sean O'Neill on to punt. Moving back. Looks like Miles back to return. Snap, and the rugby-style kick from O'Neill is away. It bounces at about the 29. Takes a big Raider hop inside the 20. Keeps rolling inside the 15 to about the 12-yard line. And that is where Braden Robinson, Jr., quarterback, will take over for North Branch. First and 10 Broncos in a scoreless ball game. 10-16 to go in the first. North Branch's offense. New, newer system. See how it works as Robinson goes to command the huddle. There are big boys up front for North Branch. Biggest one, Eli Bickle. 6'6", 265-pound sophomore, already a Central Michigan offer. Robinson way under center, first and 10 from their own 11. Snap, handoff to the near side. No, Robinson keeps it, works around the near side across the 15 to the 20. 
boy, that's going to be a tough offense to get a read on. Gain of about 10 to the 21. They will move the chains first and 10 North Branch. Gain of 10 for Robinson. Between the sun setting to the trees in the west and North Branch running a quick hitting offense, it's going to be hard for both Alma and myself to identify who has the ball. First and 10 from their own 21, Robinson. Under center, snap, handoff, middle, and the big fullback is stood up after a gain of about a yard. Looked like it was Kevin Gorman on the run. Call it a gain of two, second and eight to about the 27-yard line. 9.30 to go in the first quarter. North Branch, after forcing a three and out, has the ball in their own territory. Almont's defense still yet to give up a point. Second and eight from their own 27. Robinson under center. Gorman the lone deep man wing to either side. Man in motion left to right. Snap. Triple option. Robinson keeps it. He stood up at the line of scrimmage. Spins out of one tackle. Able to fall forward to get something out of the run. Call it a gain of about two. It'll be third and a long five from just shy of the 30-yard line for North Branch. Need to get to their own 35-yard line. North Branch huddling up as their shadows long here at Krepsfield. Grass field in the shadow of a cornfield to the southeast. It is one of the, well, it's a, it's a nice-looking football field. Tough place for BWAC teams to come in here and play. Third and five from their own 28. Robinson. Under center, snap, handoff, middle. Gorman falls forward after being hit at the line of scrimmage. He'll only get two or three. That's shy of the line to gain. It'll be fourth and two, North Branch. And let's see if their offense stays on the field. 8 7 and counting to go in the first quarter. First possession for North Branch after forcing an Almont punt. Broncos... Keeping their offense on the field for now. They need about six feet to move the chains. Ball is placed middle of the field on the 33. North Branch's offense will stay. Robinson under center. Gorman the deep man. Snap. QB sneak. Robinson gets stood up. He keeps his feet moving, and I think he just got enough. He got tackled near the 35. The line judges are walking right on the 35-yard line, if not a hair towards the North Branch side. They spot it. That's going to be close. Ooh, they might have spotted him a half an inch short. No, they say first down. They acted like they were going to measure. Head official just gave the old eyeball test and said, first and 10 Broncos. Tip of the football kissing the North Branch 35-yard line. First and 10 Broncos from their own 35. Robinson jogs into the huddle. Work to the line. Almont switches the front depending on what North Branch comes out in. Robinson under center, first and 10. Snap, handoff, up the middle. It's swallowed up immediately. Gain of about a yard and a half for the senior, Kevin Gorman. Call it second and eight from their own 37-yard line. The North Branch's offense, they'll have 
Robinson under center. Gorman's been the deep man this entire drive. They have two wings that are off of each tackle or tight end about a yard and a half back. But the one thing that stands out immediately when you look at this North Branch offense, their splits are wider than just about any team you'll see. They're about a yard, yard and a half splits, it looks, from up here. Second and eight from their own 37. Robinson under center. Man in motion left to right. Snap, pitch. That is Travis. Giovanni Travis across the 40. Gets wrangled down out of bounds at about his own 43. Call it a gain of six. Third and two coming up for North Branch. And that's what North Branch is looking to do. Stay on schedule. Slowly move it down the field. Eat the clock. And just take a chunk at a time. Third and two is right on schedule. And if they went for it on fourth and two, I have to imagine got two downs to get about six feet here. 550 and rolling here in quarter number one. Already halfway through the opening stanza. Robinson under center. One man behind him. Snap. QB sneak. And Robinson plows forward across the 45. More than enough for a first down. First and 10 North Branch. Ball at their own 47-yard line. And I like that play call. Don't mess around with it. Hey, you need two yards. Don't get fancy. Get the two yards. Reset the sticks. Go to work. Creeping towards midfield. North Branch after forcing a three and out. That's their second first down of the drive, but they've killed over five minutes of game clock. Not even in Almont territory yet. First and 10, North Branch from their own 47. Robinson under center. Gorman behind him. Snap, handoff. Gorman inside the right tackle to the midfield. Spins off of a tackler. Falls forward onto the Bronco head logo at the Almont 47. Called a gain of six. Second and four coming up for North Branch. North Branch. Not trying to hit the home run. They will take a single, a single, a single, and just slowly move this ball down the field. That big road grader offensive line for North Branch. Not doing anything overly impressive, but they're winning the battle of the line of scrimmage here on their first drive. Second and about four from the 47-yard line. Robinson under center. Gorman really close to him behind him. Snap, handoff right side. Gorman tries to follow his blockers, gets maybe a half yard before he's tackled quickly. That was Chase Batani that brought him down. Called a gain of about a yard. Third and three coming up for North Branch. Clock continues to melt away here in the first quarter. Past the four-minute threshold to go in the opening act. 0-0. Zero, zero. North Branch and Almont tied. Almont went three and out. North Branch slowly moving it down the field. Third, third down of the drive. Robinson under center. Overload left. Gorman two yards deep. Snap. QB sneak again. And guess what? It worked again. Third and three. Gain of about four. First and ten. North Branch. Nothing fancy, nothing revolutionary with this North Branch offense, but they get it to third and short, and they convert on third and short. First and 10 North Branch from the Almont 43-yard line. Third, first down of the drive for North Branch. Long conversation between Braden Robinson and head coach Chris Sikora. 
Works his way to the huddle. They're going to have to burn a timeout. They have four seconds to get this snap off, and Chris Sakura will do just that. 3.08 to go in the opening quarter. North Branch, Almont, tied at zero. Step aside for a moment. You're listening to High School Football and get stuck on sports.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Francic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Francic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800-848-5150. See you on the field, superstar. You've got it on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Back here at Kreps Field. 3.08 to go, first quarter. North Branch still with their first possession. It is first and 10 on the Almont 43-yard line. Hey, we have a man split out wide for North Branch. First and 10 from their own 43. Robinson under center snap. Hand off to Kevin Gorman up the left tackle. Tries to cut it up. He gets stood up at the line of scrimmage and brought down. Looked like that was first contact from Lucas Mantini of Almont. Make it second and 10 for North Branch, and that's something Almont has not been able to do is get that first down stop, put North Branch behind the chains a bit, and force them to maybe get a little more creative. 0-0 North Branch and Almont, and right now time of possession is about seven and a half minutes for North Branch and about 75 seconds for Almont. Second and a slightly shorter 10 for North Branch from the Almont 43-yard line. Robinson under center. Snap, handoff right side, pile at the line of scrimmage. Maybe gaining a yard for North Branch. That was number 15, Braden Robinson, the QB keeper. Third and long upcoming for North Branch. Haven't thrown a pass yet. Let's see if the Broncos want to air it out a bit. We'll call it third, and we'll be nice and say Robinson got two yards. Third and eight from about the 42-yard line. They need to get to the Almont 34. 1.45 to go in the first quarter. Still scoreless. North Branch has been on a very long drive, and they're nowhere near the Almont red zone. Third and eight from the 42-yard line. Robinson under center. One man split out wide to the right. And a flag. I think we had someone flinching up front for North Branch. That'll make third and eight, third and 13, and make the Broncos' job even tougher. Let's see. They will move it back five yards. Line to gain. Still the Almont 34, except their North Branch will snap it from their own 46-yard line. Third and 13. Under center, Robinson. One man split out to the right. Kevin Gorman, the deep man. Blitz from Almont. Rolling right. Robinson hit as he throws. Had a man wide open. Giovanni Travis had no one within 
five yards of him, but that's because the blitzing linebacker came off the edge and forced the incompletion. A long drive ends in nothing for North Branch as the punt unit comes on. One eleven to go in the first quarter. Still scoreless between North Branch and Almont. And a well-rested Raider offense will get a chance to come back out. Back deep for Almont. We look to have Luke Winkler back there, along with, it's a fake, snap, running to the near side, North Branch gets the first down and more, 45-30, 25-20, running out of bounds, Kevin Gorman faked everyone out, including myself, North Branch not pulling any punches, the drive continues, the fake works to perfection, first and 10, North Branch, See where they marked him out at, just outside the Almont red zone. First and 10 Broncos, right at the Almont 20 yard line. So that Almont defense not off the field just yet. First and 10 Almont, left hash. First and 10 North Branch on the Almont 20 left hash. Robinson under center, Kevin Gorman the deep man. Giovanni Travis in motion, snap, Gorman up the middle, no, Robinson keeper right side to the 15, to the 10, breaks one tackle down inside the five to about the one yard line, gain of 19 for Braden Robinson and Almont in jeopardy of giving up their first points of the season on what has been an, an just absolute backbreaker of a North Branch drive. They moved it back to the two. First and goal from the two. And well, if Chris Sikora showed me anything, he said he's going to keep it simple. Would not be surprised if you see the QB sneak here. First and goal from the two-yard line. 30 seconds left to go in the first quarter. Still scoreless. Snap. QB sneak. Robinson working. He stood up and he's short of the goal line. Down at about the one. Robinson got halfway there. And that will likely run out the clock on the first quarter. North Branch has had the ball for the last 10 and a half minutes, but still has not been able to score. We head to the second quarter, still scoreless between North Branch and Almont. You're listening to High School Football and GetStuckOnSports.com. Are you ready for some football? Don't you dare fumble that ball. Keep it glued to GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Every piece of land has a story written by those who work it, like the Nelsons, who cruise around their ranch on a John Deere Gator XUV835R. With 3,000 acres, there's plenty of work to do. It's all about efficiency. That's how they've kept their ranch going for five generations. We wouldn't be in ranching without the Gator. Run with us on a Gator XUV835R and start telling your story. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's locations in Auburn Hills, Badax, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. 
Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Are you ready for some football? Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. Start of the second quarter, 0-0 North Branch and Almont. Second and goal from the Almont 2. Under center, Robinson. North Branch takes a snap. It's a fumble, but Robinson jumps right back on it. Makes it third and goal from about the one-yard line. North Branch avoiding disaster. They've had the ball for nearly 12 minutes. They're trying to finish off what would be nearly a 20-play, 89-yard drive. Third and goal from about the one-and-a-half-yard line. Under center, Robinson. Man in motion, left to right snap, QB sneak. Robinson stood up, and he's brought down short. Almont. Has held them for three plays, trying to hold them for one more. North Branch has taken it from their own 11 to the doorstep of the end zone, but facing another fourth down. This is the final fourth down they'll have on this drive. It's either end zone or a turnover. Fourth and goal from about the one-yard line. North Branch has converted on a QB sneak on their own side of the field and on a fake punt on this drive. Trying to get points. 10.40 to go in the second quarter. Fourth and goal from the one. Robinson under center. Snap. Another QB sneak. Is he in? He is. Touchdown, North Branch. It took almost an entire quarter of game clock, and it took three fourth down conversions, but eventually North Branch finally gets in the end zone and those are the first points Almont has given up this year. 6-0 Broncos. Swinging gate extra point for North Branch. Marissa Hajik on to kick. Chase Borden, the holder. Snap, hold, kick is up, and it is inside of the upright. 10.30 to go in the second quarter. North Branch 7, Almont nothing. You're listening to High School Football and Get Stuck on Sports.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Dine out with the feel of being at home when you visit the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 8 a.m. and serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin has daily specials like Taco Tuesday, Polish Wednesday, Italian Thursday, Prime Rib Friday, Barbecue Rib Saturday, and Home Style Sunday. Come and try Chef Susie's world-famous soups and sauces, too. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. We're all friends here. See you on the field, superstar. You've got it on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. 7-0 North Branch after what is one of the most impressive drives you'll see all year long. Sahajic has it on the teak. Squib kick deep to Almont. 
picking it up, working up the middle to the 30-35, and finally stood up and being brought to the ground on the return. I believe that was Luke Winkler. And for the first time in a quarter, Almont's offense will go on the field. They went three and out. This will only be the fourth offensive play for Almont. There's 10.25 to go in the second quarter. Well rested or maybe a bit of rust, we'll see. First time this season, Almont's had to respond to a score. First and 10, Almont from their own 35-yard line. Trio of backs behind Chase Davidowski. Snap, handoff up the middle, working through a couple defenders is number 32, Chase Patani. He gets to about the 38 before he's dragged down. Second and seven from their own 38 for Almont. Mason Howe on the tackle for North Branch. Coming in. And a couple new Almont Raiders coming into the game. Again, can't be tired after being on the sideline unless you're a two-way player. Second and seven from their own 38-yard line. Three backs behind Davidowski once again. No one out wide. Snap. Hand off. Patani right side. Bounces out to the 40. Cuts up to the 45. Shoestring tackle near midfield. It's a first down and more for Almont to their own 47. Called a gain of nine. First and ten. Almont. First, first down of the game. Here, 9.40 and counting to go in the first half. 7-0 North Branch. Only the second possession for Almont. Almont working with a bit of tempo. Same full house set. Patan, excuse me, David Dowski takes note under center. Snap, handoff, off the left tackle. Bounces outside at the 50 and being tripped up on the North Branch 47. Once again, Chase Patani. They are feeding it to Batani early on this drive. Called a gain of f- about five, second and five. Almont from the North Branch 48-yard line. Almont's offense has clicked on all cylinders all season long. Say the best, o- the best defense is a good offense, and, well, North Branch took that to heart. Second and five from the North Branch 48-yard line. Davidowski snap, turns left, hands off right. It's the big man, number 42, Aiden Furquan, and he works across the 45, gets tackled down past the line to gain at the North Branch 41. First and 10, Almont into North Branch territory. First and 10, Almont at the North Branch 42-yard line. We've seen... One pass in this game, and it was the first play of the game. Almont went with the play action. Would have had a touchdown, but it went in and out of the hands of the receiver. First and 10, Almont from the North Branch 42-yard line. Under center snap. Reverse to Winkler. Working off the right side. Makes a man miss the 40. Up to the 35. Tripped up near the line to gain on the far sideline. They will give Winkler the first down. Give him 11 yards. First and 10, Almont to the North Branch 31-yard line. Almont's offense starting to find a bit of a groove. 8.07 to go until halftime. 7-0 North Branch. The way this game's going, you might only touch the ball five, six times. This is only the third possession of the game. First and 10, Almont from the North Branch 31. Davidowski under center. Snap, handoff up the middle and losing his footing is Jacob Stewart. 
He slipped behind the line of scrimmage. It'll be a loss of about two back to the 33-yard line. Second and 12 coming up for Almont. Second and 12, Almont. Ball on the right hash. Could be four down territory, but we don't want to put the cart before the horse. Almont, they, they picked up chunk plays on this drive. Second and 12 from the North Branch 33-yard line. David Dowski under center. Winkler in motion. Hand up, up the middle. Stewart bounces the outside across the 30 near the 25, and they'll put him down right at the 25-yard line gain of eight. Turns second and 12 into third and about four for the Raiders. And that's what makes Almont so dangerous. They lull you to sleep and they run their stuff so well. You just can't, can't give them an inch. They'll take a mile. Third and four from the North Branch 25-yard line. If I had to hazard a guess, they have two tries to get this first down. Davidowski under center. Three men behind him. Third and four from the 25 of North Branch. Snap, handoff, Aiden Furkerwan follows his blockers to the right side. First down, Moore across the 20 to the 15 near the 10-yard line. And he's finally brought down after a gain of about, we'll call it 16, first and goal, Almont. Let's see where exactly where they spot the ball just inside the 10. So we'll call it first and goal from the nine. Almont trying to answer a North Branch score. Six minutes to go until halftime. Seven, nothing Broncos. Davidowski under center. First and goal snap. Handoff for Kwan, Feeding the big man to the right side. Bounces off the right tackle. Stood up by a few different silver helmets before he's brought down for a gain of about two. Call it second and goal from the seven. It took North Branch four tries to get in the end zone from goal to go. See if Almont can have a bit of an easier time of it. Ball on the right hash. Second and goal from the seven-yard line. Davidowski under center. Three men behind him. Quarterback leans in, turns right, hands off Batani. Follows his blockers on the left tackle. He stumbles across the goal line into the end zone for an Almont touchdown. Chase Batani, and they Fed number 32 early and often, and Almont is an extra point away from tying it up. On the kick for Almont, Sean O'Neill. The snap, the hold, the kick is up, and it splits. The yellow uprights, 529 to go in the first half. North Branch 7, Almont 7. You're listening to High School Football and GetStuckOnSports.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Zimmer Roofing has been serving Eastern Michigan and the Thumb for over 35 years. Family owned since 1984, Zimmer Roofing is a full-service commercial and residential roofing contractor specializing in flat and low-slope roofing systems as well as shingles, metal, and insulated wall panels. When you need reliable service from a contractor 
contractor that you trust who stands by their work. Call Zimmer today at 810-966-6991 and request a quote. Zimmer Roofing and Construction, experienced and trusted. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Back here on GetStuckOnSports.com, all tied up at 7. And, well, this game has gone about exactly as I've expected. A lot of running, defense is standing strong. 7-7, North Branch and Almont after the Chase Patani touchdown. Sean O'Neill has it on the tee for Almont. The run-up and the line drive sidewinder kick. And we'll have a flag. Almont was off sides. It will push the kickoff back from the 40 to the Almont 35-yard line. North Branch has touched the ball one time. They ran about 20 plays, ate up about 12 minutes a clock, and went 89 yards for a score. Had to convert three fourth downs on the drive. With 529, the way the first drive went for North Branch, they're going to have to go in their hurry-up offense. They only have half the time to get down the field. North Branch did kick off to start the game, so... Even if they do run out of time on this drive, they will get the ball to start the second half. If the game stays on this pace, I'll be home before dinner time. O'Neill, the ball teed up at the 35, the run-up and the re-kick. This time, end over end to the far side. Brought in by Mercino, and he, no, will let it bounce into the end zone. How about the right leg of Sean O'Neill? He had to move back five yards. It's rare enough to see a touchback normally in high school football, but add five yards to the kick, that young man is a weapon for Almont. 5.29 to go in the first half. North Branch 7, Almont 7, and Braden Robinson comes out for his second drive of the game. Ball placed on the middle of the 20-yard line. Almont defense trying to figure out that little extra push they need Robinson under center Kevin Gorman the lone man behind him wing to either side man in motion is Mercino snap working up the middle going nowhere for North Branch that was Kevin Gorman we'll call it a loss of a yard back to about the Bronco 19 yard line second and 11 Upcoming for North Branch, Mason Howe lost his helmet, so he'll have to come off for a play. Mason Howe is someone Chris Sikora really thought is a big difference maker, one of the captains for this North Branch team. They'll have to face second and about 11 without him. Robinson under center, Kevin Gorman, the lone man behind him. It is Travis and Mercino, the wing to either side. Travis in motion. Snap, handoff up the middle to Gorman. He's stuffed once again. Maybe falls forward back to the 20 in the original line of scrimmage, but that's about it. Brings up third and 10 for North Branch. And after what was a long clock-eating drive in the first quarter into the second, second time the Broncos are touching the ball in danger of a three and out. 4.19 to go in the first half. North Branch 7, Almont 7. This game has been flying by. Hope you're not joining us late. Under center, Robinson, 3rd and 10 from their own 20. Snap, play action. Robinson in the backfield. Hit as he throws, and it's caught on the near sideline by Giovanni Travis at the 32. That's enough for a first down. Gain a 12. 1st and 10, North Branch. 
Only the second pass thrown by North Branch. Almont came with the blitz, and I will give that young man, Braden Robinson, some credit. The junior stood in the pocket, stepped into it. He knew he was going to get hit, but still found the open man in Travis. First and 10, North Branch on their own 32-yard line. Two timeouts for North Branch. Clock down to 3.39 to go in the half. They can't take their time like they did on the first drive. Clock is not their friend. First and 10 from their own 32. Robinson under center. Pitch. Travis left side. Cuts inside of one man at 30. Working to the outside, but he's brought down by the ankles. It was Luke Winkler for Almont that was able to wrap him up and bring him down for a loss of about a yard. Travis was trying to use his athleticism but couldn't get north and south fast enough. Loss of one, second and 11 for North Branch. 3-0-4 and counting to go in quarter number two. North Branch seven, Almont seven. Only the fourth possession of this game. Both offenses have worked efficiently. Second and 11 from their own 33-yard line for North Branch. Robinson under center, snap, pitch, near side, Jens. Turns it up at the 35, the 40, cuts outside at the 45, first down and more near midfield. Gain of about 17 yards for Jens. First time that young man has touched the ball. Excuse me, that was Jaden Hutchinson, that was 18, not 10. Either way, a first down for North Branch near midfield. Jaden Hutchinson again with the carry. First and 10 Broncos on their own 49-yard line. Clock stopped for a moment, but with the chains resetting, 2.25 to go in the first half. Two timeouts in the back pocket of Chris Sikora in North Branch. First and 10 from their own 49-yard line. Robinson under center. Snap, fumbled it, picks it up, and trying to do what he can with it. Robinson, he actually carries a few defenders for a gain of about five. What could have been disastrous turns out to be an all-right game. Call it second and five, North Branch from the Almont 46-yard line. Under two minutes to go. North Branch. Running out of time. They, again, two timeouts for North Branch, but their offense not designed to work quickly. And with Almont's defense, they are bend, don't break. Down to 1.35 on the clock. Robinson under center, one man split out to the left. That's Chase Borden. Robinson snap, handoff, middle, going nowhere. Kevin Gorman never had a chance. The big man for Almont, number 67. Yusuf Abajuda makes the play in the backfield. Loss of a yard. And let's see if Almont wants to use a timeout. They do not. Clock. Nearing a minute left to go in the half. 7-7 North Branch, Almont tied. Third and six from the Almont 47-yard line. Robinson under center, man in motion. Snap, fakes the pitch. Three men coming, throw to Travis, and everyone slips on the grass. It falls incomplete. Travis had a shot at it, and the Almont defender, Lucas Mantini, had a shot at it. But it brings up fourth and six with 52 seconds left to go in the half. Almont with three timeouts. See what North Branch elects to do here. Offense looks like it's staying on the field. Could try to go for the, the freeze play. Go on to hard count. See if you get Almont to jump and make it fourth in about a foot. 
Fourth and about six for North Branch from the Almont 46. Man in motion, hard count from Robinson. Almont freezes on the line, nobody moves. Back under center and a timeout from North Branch. And I think they're going to elect a punt. Just 52 seconds left to go until halftime. Don't go anywhere for the Get Stuck on Sports halftime show. We'll have scores from all around the area, including the BWAC, where last we saw Richmond on top of Yale. We'll give you updates from our MAC schools as well. Any score we can find, we'll update you as well as recapping what has been a rapid-fire first half. This first half may get done in under 40 minutes of play which would be a little ridiculous. 52 and a half seconds left to go in the first half. 7-7 North Branch and Almont tied in the punt unit on for North Branch, I believe. Indeed it is. Jaden Hutchinson, the punter, have to be careful. Luke Winkler going back to return for Almont. With under a minute to go, North Branch getting the ball to start the second half. I imagine they're going to punt it away. The snap, Hutchinson puts a boot into it. At the 15, Winkler calls for the fair catch, brings it in. They'll give him the 17. 7-7, clock didn't run at all, so it still says 52.5 to go in the half. 7-7, North Branch and Almont tied. And the prevent defense comes out for North Branch. I can't imagine James Lewis being Almont going to sit on this. Maybe give it to Batani. He was given a bulk of the carries on their second drive. First and 10, Almont on their own 18-yard line. David Dowski hustles to the huddle. Still more than 10 seconds to go on the play clock. Davidowski under center, one man split out wide, two men in the backfield, first and 10 from their own 18. Fumble on the snap, Davidowski rolling out right. He's just going to cover up the ball, take the sack. Loss of about three, a few different Broncos in the backfield. And Almont going to take a timeout. Interesting. They must have a look they like against North Branch. Because backed up near your own end zone, now inside your own 15, or at least thereabouts. I believe they'll give them at the 16-yard line. Don't know if you necessarily want to tempt fate again after you fumbled one snap. Forty-three seconds showing on the clock here at Kreps Field in North Branch. Almont and North Branch tied at seven. Offensive possessions have been few and far between, and neither side equipped to make these deep, deep, or these big explosive plays, I should say, especially against what both defenses have done all year long. Second and about 12 from their own 16-yard line. 43 seconds left to go in the half. Almont has used their first timeout. Out of the timeout, Davidowski under center. Man in motion. Fakes the handoff to Winkler. Davidowski steps into the throw. The far side has a man, and it's nearly intercepted. Wanted Batani, and breaking up the play is 
number 18, Jaden Hutchinson, the junior, once again, brings up third and 12. That ball had a lot of loft under it, allowed the DB to come up and make the play, nearly intercepted. Third and 12 from their own 16-yard line. They need to get to the, their own 28. And if you throw it and it falls incomplete, you give North Branch at least a chance at a punt return. Broncos with one timeout in their back pocket, so even if you run it, they can force a punt. Davidowski under center. Snap, handoff up the middle, goes nowhere. And North Branch will burn their last timeout with 30 seconds to go, forcing the Raiders to try and punt. Maybe send the punt block unit out, try to force the issue. No, Chris Sikora likes his kicker, Maris Sahajic. If you can get it inside about the 20-25 yard line, could be worth taking a crack at. 30.6 seconds to go in the first half. North Branch 7, Almont 7. Two stout defenses, well, playing pretty stout. We haven't had a lot of explosive plays. North Branch's touchdown drive, they had to convert three fourth down conversions. Almont, their second possession, they worked down the field a little more efficiently than, efficiently than North Branch, but not much. Both defenses, bend, don't break, showing why they have been so good through the first third of the season. Hutchinson back to return for North Branch. O'Neal back to punt for Almont. Snaps good, the rush, the rugby kick is off. High kick, Hutchinson will let it bounce. It will go deep into North Branch territory, resting at about the 41-yard line. And Almont won't even touch it. They'll try to burn as much clock as possible. 17 seconds to go in the first half. And, well, North Branch maybe will try to run a play, but with no timeouts, not sure they have any tricks up their sleeve or if they're going to take it into the half. North Branch will get the ball to start the second half. Seven-seven, North Branch and Almont. Ball on the far side. North Branch working left to right on their own 41. Maybe a hand it off and see if someone can break a big play. Doesn't look like it. Looks like the kneel down. Robinson under center, takes the snap, fumbled the ball, but no one was playing really for either side. So Robinson goes to a knee. Almont won't use a timeout, and that will send it into the half. A speedy first half, and we're all knotted up at seven here in North Branch. North Branch seven, Almont seven. We'll take a break when we come back. We'll recap the first half and more. You're listening to High School Football and get stuck on sports.com. Every grandma knows GetStuckOnSports.com is where the grandkids play. To hear you say that makes me love you, baby. Making lots of memories. It's your kids. It's your schools. It's your sports. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington. A family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. 
For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. Your intuition is telling you to prepare for the future, no matter what happens. Your heart is telling you to help others in your community. With Women's Life Insurance Society, you can do both. Protect your family's financial security with life insurance and annuities from an organization that also supports scholarships, soup kitchens, and so much more. You can trust Women's Life to be there for your loved ones, even if you can't, and to support local communities. Trust your intuition. Trust Women's Life. Get started today at womanslife.org. Grace Memorial is here to serve you during your time of need. With four locations in Port Huron, Kimball, Marine City, and Clinton Township, Grace will take care of all of your needs. They offer funeral services, cremations, burials, monuments, and celebration of life services. Call 810-985-4351 to get in contact. They offer superb service with exceptional facilities at affordable prices. Grace Memorial, because a life well lived, is worth remembering. DB Smokehouse has the best barbecue in the blue. Brisket, pork, and sausage, you're guaranteed to not be disappointed. Located in the parking lot of Pete's Camping Service on Lapeer, it's DB Smokehouse. Open Thursday through Saturday from 11 until the barbecue's gone. And DB's does catering. Whether you're feeding 10 or 200, call DB Smokehouse. Get what you need at 810-689-0448. And like them on Facebook to see if they're open on Sunday. It's DB Smokehouse. Mama Vicky's Coney Island has been a staple of the Blue Water area for the past century. If you want breakfast or some delicious Coney dogs, Mama Vicky's Coney Island is the place to go. Mama Vicky's offers two convenient locations in downtown Port Huron and in Fort Gratiot. Mama Vicky's North is open 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. six days a week. Their downtown location is open Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Whether it's for a big game or you just want an affordable meal for the whole family, it's Mama Vicky's Coney Island since 1923. Are you ready for some football? Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. Back here on the Get Stuck on Sports halftime show. 7-7 tie at the break between North Branch and Elmont. And, well, this game has been about everything I've expected it to be. A lot of running the ball. A lot of defense playing Ben don't break. Let's recap the first half for you. Started off North Branch, tried a surprise on side. Almont recovered it, no problem. The first play for Almont, they tried to play action, went deep, nearly had it, fell in and out of the hands of the receiver. Raiders would go three and out. A nice punt pin North Branch back at their own 11-yard line. So what do the Broncos do? Slowly work it down the field. They have it fourth and two inside their own 35. QB sneak, get the first down. Move it up, they get near midfield have a fourth and medium what do they do fake punt get about 20 yards to put it deep in Almont territory keep pushing keep pushing and get near the goal line quarter runs out so about 10 and a half minutes have elapsed <laughs> they go to the other end and second down fumble the snap third down stood up so fourth and goal finally the fourth QB sneak in a row Braden Robinson gets in the end zone to make it seven nothing North Branch but Almont made the requisite adjustments. They got the ball back, and they fed Chase Batani, and they fed Chase Batani, and then they changed it up by giving it to Aiden Furquan, but they got down the field, and they answered with a Batani seven-yard run. They kicked back to North Branch. They'd move it a few, get a few first downs, but ultimately had to punt. Almont tried, trying for a drive with under a minute to go, would throw a couple incompletions. 
be forced to punt and North Branch would kneel out the half. And that's where we are right now at, at halftime. North Branch 7, Almont 7. This has been a knockdown, drag-out fist fight between these two BWAC opponents. North Branch will get the second half kick. Don't go anywhere. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll look at other scores from around the Blue Water and Thumb area. You're listening to high school football coverage live on GetStuckOnSports.com. There's no way you can score without an assist from GetStuckOnSports.com. <laughs> Your kids, your schools, your sports. Zimmer Roofing has been serving Eastern Michigan and the Thumb for over 35 years. Family owned since 1984, Zimmer Roofing is a full service commercial and residential roofing contractor specializing in flat and low slope roofing systems as well as shingles, metal, and insulated wall panels. When you need reliable service from a contractor that you trust who stands by their work, call Zimmer today at 810-966-6991 and request a quote. Zimmer Roofing and Construction experienced and trustworthy. Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Can't make it in during normal business hours? Just don't feel like leaving home? Kimball Appliance is now offering in-home sales consultations. I, Jane Williams, will personally come to your house and measure your appliances, show you pricing, give you design options, and check inventory. This is another world-class service that Kimball Appliance is offering that the big box stores could never even think about. Contact Jane at 810-908-8983. Let me tell you about my friend Scott down at Miller Maytag. He knows quality appliances and how to help make your home run as smoothly as possible. Let the appliance experts at Miller Maytag help you pick the best American-made products from Maytag, KitchenAid, Whirlpool, and more. Freestanding double ovens will change your kitchen setup forever. Their high-efficiency front and top-load washers will save you money and do your laundry in half the time. Stop in today a quarter mile south of McLaren Hospital on Pine Grove. Miller Maytag is a proud supporter of local high school athletics. Ted's Coney Island is a great place to get a great meal at a great price. Dine in, carry out, or drive through. Ted's is family-friendly with menu options for everyone, and they support local high school sports programs. Ted's Coney Island has three convenient locations to serve you. At the north end of Port Huron near Kroger, at the south end of Port Huron on 24th Street, just north of Port Huron High, and in Richmond on M19 in Gratiot. Ted's Coney Island, a great place to get a great meal at a great price. See you on the field, superstar. You've got it on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Back here on the Get Stuck on Sports Halftime Show. At the break, North Branch 7, Almont 7. Here in the BWAC, it is a, well, this is almost like a number one contender match for whoever gets the right to challenge Cross-Lex. Cross-Lex looks solid right now. They lead Algonac 21-7. Let's take a look at some other BWAC scores. Richmond up 
21 to nothing on Yale. That game near the half. So Richmond showing up. That defense is carried over from a game against Cross Lex, where they, for all intents and purposes, only gave up 21, have gone six straight quarters of shutout football. See if we can get any other scores from around the BWAC. Other score last we saw was between uh, was between MLA City and Armada. At the end of one, it was 14-0 Armada. Let's look around the MAC at the half between Marysville and Lamphere. 7-7 between those two teams. Clintondale up 8-7, or excuse me, Clintondale up 8-7 on St. Clair. So two low-scoring games with those two teams. Marine City taking care of South Lake. That game 49-0 in the first half. Sheesh, look out. North, Port here on Northern up 22 to nothing on Sterling Heights. Excuse me. Had to get my bearings there for a moment. And Port here on high up 21 to nothing on Frazier at the half. Last we saw up in the thumb, Sandusky was up 12 to 6. That game near the half. Sandusky undefeated Marlette. Only loss was to Ubley. And let's see if we can get an updated Ubley Harbor Beach score to finish it out. 21-6, Ubley on top of Harbor Beach that game in the second quarter. Step aside again. When we come back, we'll have more for it and get stuck on sports halftime show. Are you ready for some football? Don't you dare fumble that ball. Keep it glued to GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Shopping for a vehicle the last two years has been frustrating for all of us. Inflated prices and misleading ads that waste your time and money. Look no further than Jepson Car Company. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson Car Company is St. Clair County's most transparent dealership. At Jepson, the price you see on a vehicle is the price you pay. No hidden fees or misleading rebates. When you need your next vehicle, stop by Jepson Car Company today. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-877. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Feel more confident and in control of your financial life. Ameriprise Advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Ameriprise Private Wealth Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SI. PC. Whether you're looking for a safer, easier to maintain walk-in tub or shower, or a whole new updated and complete renovation, you need to call Luxury Bath by Mobility Remodelers. You could have a beautiful tub or walk-in shower and save more than 50% over traditional remodeling. They offer hundreds of combinations of colors, 
patterns and accessories featuring microband technology. Call 810-385-1700 for a free in-home consultation and look for their new showroom in the Birchwood Mall. Luxury bath and mobility remodelers. Imagine what they can do for you. Marine City Nursery is a wholesale retail garden center and gift shop that has been family owned and operated for over 90 years. Located at 5304 Marine City Highway in China Township, Marine City Nursery handles a wide variety of evergreens, deciduous trees, shrubs, and perennials. Open seven days a week, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Monday through Saturday, and 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Sundays. Don't plan your landscaping project without a visit to Marine City Nursery. Every piece of land has a story written by those who work it, like the Nelsons, who cruise around their ranch on a John Deere Gator XUV835R. With 3,000 acres, there's plenty of work to do. It's all about efficiency. That's how they've kept their ranch going for five generations. We wouldn't be in ranching without the Gator. Run with us on a Gator XUV835R and start telling your story. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's locations in Auburn Hills, Badax, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Are you ready for some football? Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. Back here on the Get Stuck on Sports Halftime Show 7-7. North Branch and Almont all knotted up here at Kreps Field. And North Branch will get the ball to start the second half. Be very curious to see how North Branch comes out and attacks it. They didn't do anything overly fancy. They ran about four or five different plays. I want to see if North Branch sticks to their guns, keeps trying to do what got them their seven points, or... They make an adjustment. They haven't made, uh, they haven't thrown the ball too much, haven't forced Robinson to make a lot of throws. But when they have, Almont's brought pressure. Almont's selling out to stop the run, almost daring North Branch to throw it. Giovanni Travis has been open. That's a name to look out for in the second half. For Almont, their second quarter much better than their first. The one drive they got after their initial three and out, they marched it down the field. But Almont really had about three possessions their initial three and out their touchdown drive and then at the end of the half they got it inside their own 20 with about a minute to go and well they, they tried to make things work but North Branch's defense is pretty good now Mont's offense isn't designed for those big end of half explosive plays each side might only get to touch the ball two maybe three times that's not a two or four minute situation north branch will get the ball first as the band exits the field both teams out there for warm-ups take one final break when we come back second half action right here on getstuckonsports.com there's no way you can score without an assist from getstuckonsports.com your kids your schools your sports Dine out with the feel of being at home when you visit the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 8 a.m. and serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin has daily specials like Taco Tuesday, Polish Wednesday, Italian Thursday, Prime Rib Friday, Barbecue Rib Saturday, and Home Style Sunday. Come and try Chef Susie's world-famous soups and sauces, too. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. We're all friends here. Hi, I'm David Bogan. I'm the proud owner of St. Clair Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. 
I was born and raised in the Blue Water area, as were many of my sales staff. Here at St. Clair Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we care about your personal experience. As a family-owned dealership, we know car buying can be very stressful. When you buy a car from us, we develop a relationship that lasts longer than the car buying experience. Whether it's our new or pre-owned sales, our award-winning service, parts or more, we are here to take care of you. So come say hello at the corner of Kearney and Fredmore Highway. No appointments needed when you come see your neighbors at St. Clair Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Port Huron Prowlers are gearing up for another season at McMoran Arena. Get your season tickets today at phprowlers.com. You won't want to miss a moment of the high-flying hockey action. Once you have your tickets, make sure to stop over at their new online store for all of your merchandise needs. The Prowlers open their season at home on Friday, October 20th against the Motor City Rockers. Make sure to fill up McMoran Arena and get ready for another year of Prowler hockey. If you need Blue Water area scores, standing schedules, and more, go to GetStuckOnSports.com. Not able to listen to the game live? GetStuckOnSports.com archives all their broadcasts so you can listen at any time. GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. See you on the field, superstar. You've got it on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Second half, moments away from getting started here at Kreps Field in North Branch, Almont 7, North Branch 7. The sun has just about set. You can see some, some glowing red to our west here at Kreps Field. The lights are in full effect. Stands packed on the near side for North Branch. Their faithful always shows out as their Broncos about to get the ball to start the second half. Trying to stay undefeated in BWAC play. Almont trying to stay undefeated overall, period. 7-7 game where, well, this game could have been played in 1923. Offenses are, well, I don't want to say that simplistic, but they run their stuff. Almont's run it for a long time. It's got them to state championship games. It's gotten them multiple BWAC titles over the last 20 years. And North Branch starting to find a little bit of rhythm under new head coach Chris Sikora. And you say, Brady, it's 7-7 at half. There have been like five actual possessions with, with time to do stuff that weren't two-minute drills. And North Branch and Almont each have a score. Ball lined up on the 40. Sean O'Neill has it teed up. The Elmont kicker boots it deep end over end, and it will fly into the end zone. Again, not many high school kickers you'll see put it into the end zone. But that puts a lot of green in front of the North Branch offense. First and 10 Broncos from their own 20-yard line. Out comes junior quarterback Braden Robinson. First drive of the second half. See what adjustments both sides made. North Branch scored on their first long drive. Second drive had to 
punt it away. They've really only touched the ball twice. First and 10 from their own 20. Robinson under center. Kevin Gorman, the deep man. Snap, handoff, Gorman, middle, works through a few tacklers, stays on his feet, gets to about the 24 before a few different Almont players bring him to the ground. It was Lucas Mantini and Yusuf Abu Judah on the tackle for Almont. Second and call it six from their own 24-yard line. Martin Mercino checks out for North Branch. Second and six from their own 24. Robinson under center. Kevin Gorman the only man behind him. Travis in motion left to right. Excuse me, that's Hutchinson. They hand it to Gorman up the middle. He's going nowhere. Hitting the backfield for a loss. First contact comes about two yards behind the line of scrimmage. Make it third and seven, and a big play to start the second half. Just a minute into the third quarter, 10.53 and counting. North Branch first possession of quarter number three. They face a third and long. See if Robinson, they trust his arm. Almont's brought pressure. They've dared North Branch to throw it. Third and seven from their own 24-yard line. Robinson under center, man in motion right to left. A flag comes out. They were going to throw it, but a false start makes a third and six, a third and 11. It makes life a lot tougher for North Branch. Ball placed on their own 19-yard line. Third and 11 for North Branch, a spot this offense is not designed to be in. When they were on their touchdown drive, they were staying ahead of schedule and keeping in front of the chains. One man split out to the left. Robinson under center, third and 11. Man in motion, far side to near side, play action. Robinson avoids one tackler, steps up in the pocket and overshoots the intended receiver, Mason Howe, by about 10 yards. Howe is at the 40. The ball landed on the Bronco logo at midfield, and Almont's defense shows up, gets a three and out to start the second half. Back to punt, Jaden Hutchinson. And Luke Winkler, the return man for Almont, Puts his heels just past his own 45-yard line. Almont will get good field position. It's a safe look for Almont, so Hutchinson can probably step into this one. Good snap. Kicks it away. A little bit of a sidewinder kick. Bounces at the North Branch 44. Takes a great Bronco hop across midfield into enemy territory. It lays to rest at the 44-yard line of Almont. And that is where Chase Davidowski will take over. Ten minutes to go in the third quarter. 7-7 Almont and North Branch all knotted up. Three undefeated teams in the BWAC coming into tonight. Two of them right here in North Branch. North Branch and Almont, both 2-0. Cross Lex, the other unbeaten in league play. First and 10 from their own 44-yard line. David Dowski works under center. One man split out to the left, two behind him. 
Davidowski leans in first and 10 from his own 44. Snap, handoff, near side, but Tanny patiently waiting, and he runs out of room. Hawk down from behind. Wyatt Bruff on the tackle. It's no gain. Second and 10 from their own 44-yard line. But Tanny was patiently waiting, looking for the hole, waiting for it to develop. Never did, and Bruff, the... Hustle from the backside makes the tackle. Second and 10 on the 45-yard line of Almont. David Dowski under center. One man behind. Only two men, two wings rather. Winkler puts, goes in motion. Handoff on the end around. Across the 45-50. Room to work. 45-40. Winkler to the 35, and he's finally brought down deep into North Branch territory at the 30-yard line. Gain of 25. First and 10. Almont into enemy territory. Ball on the right hash. First and 10, Almont from the North Branch 30. Almont, when they get working, they're like a freight train going downhill. Pretty hard to stop. Jumbo set, three men behind. Davidowski, first and 10 from the 30. Snap, handoff, Winkler, right side. Works inside the right tackle. Stays on his feet to about the 25, where he's finally wrestled down for a gain of five. Second and five upcoming for Almont from the North Branch 25. Excuse me, the 26-yard line, so second and six for Almont. They are deep in Bronco territory. North Branch has not trailed tonight. 8.33 rather and counting to go in the third quarter. 7-7 North Branch, Almont tied. Davidowski under center. One man behind him, wing to either side. Winkler in motion, left to right snap. Handoff up the middle. That is Jacob Stewart. He slips through the middle, gets across the 20 to about the 15-yard line. Didn't look like there was a lot of room for Stewart. He found the crack and gets the first down for Almont. First and 10 Raiders from the North Branch 16-yard line. Almont, their offense is clicking. Ball on the right hash. First and 10 inside the North Branch red zone. Almont trying to take their first lead of the ball game. Davidowski under center. Three men behind him. Tight end either side. First and 10 from the 16. Snap. Handoff left side. Batani makes one man miss at the line of scrimmage. Cuts back up to the middle across the 10. Down near the five-yard line. It'll be near the line to gain. It's either going to be second and short or first and goal from the six. It'll be second and short. Put it at the seven-yard line. Give Batani nine yards on the carry. Second and one. Almont knocking on the door inside the North Branch 10. Second and one from the seven. Snap, handoff for Kruan. Over the right tackle. Keeps his feet moving, trying to push the pile into the end zone. He gets the first down, not the touchdown. He'll be short by a couple of yards. Call it second and goal from about the two-yard line. 7-0-8 and rolling to go in the third quarter. Almont well, couldn't have scripted a better start to the second half. A three and out. And their offense has just calmly and swiftly moved the ball down the field. Second and goal, goal to go. First and goal to go from the two, excuse me. Davidowski under center, three men behind him. Snap, handoff for Kerwan. He plows his way, flips end over end. Did he get across the goal line? He did. Touchdown, Almont Raiders with the lead here in the third. 
6.42 to go in the third quarter, and Almont takes their first lead of the night, 13-7. As Sean O'Neill comes on to kick the extra point. O'Neill, been impressive tonight. The snap, the hold, the kick, executed to perfection, and Almont, midway through the third quarter, has the seven-point lead, 14-7. Almont, be back in a moment. You're listening to GetStuckOnSports.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Dine out with the feel of being at home when you visit the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Come for the food and stay for the family atmosphere. Try all of Chef Susie's world-famous homemade soups and sauces. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 8 a.m. for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin also does carry-out. Call 810-378-5565. Whether you want a great steak or their delicious fettuccine Alfredo, they have a menu for all tastes with daily specials. So come to the place where no one is a stranger, the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Are you ready for some football? Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. 14 7 Almont, 6.42 to go in the third quarter. Almont kicking it away to North Branch. Sean O'Neill runs up and boots it once again into the end zone. So North Branch has 80 yards of green grass in front of them as they try to tie it up. Almont 14, North Branch 7. Braden Robinson comes out, and well, North Branch looking for a little better offensive performance than they had to start the third quarter. First and 10, North Branch from their own 20-yard line. Robinson under center. Travis in motion, left to right. Snap, handoff up the middle. Kevin Gorman, he stood up. No, excuse me, that was Robinson with the ball. Up the middle, I believe. And it won't go far. Give him a yard, maybe two. It'll still be second and a healthy eight yards. Ball placed at about the 22-yard line, second and eight. North Branch from their own 22-yard line. Robinson taking his time getting the call from Coach Sakura. Works into the huddle, second and eight from their own 22-yard line. Robinson under center, twins, right? Look at this, two men split out for North Branch. Gorman, the deep man, snap, handoff, no keeper. Robinson across the 25, gets stood up. Ball comes out late, but I believe Robinson got on top. It's a moot point as the official on the near side says, nope, he was down. It'll be a gain of about four to the 26. Call it third and four for North Branch on their own 26-yard line. And the way this game's gone, if you punt this back to North Branch, or excuse me, back to Almont, and they find the end zone, North Branch's offense not designed to come back from two scores in the second half. This is a big drive with 5.13 to go in the third quarter. Third and four from their own 26-yard line under center. Robinson, Gorman, the deep man, snap. Fumble on the handoff, picked up by Robinson, gets near the 30-yard line. Wow, 
Robinson has gotten lucky making those bad handoffs or snaps, making something out of nothing, gets near the line to gain. Let's see where they spot it. They'll put it near the 30. If it's on the 30-yard line, it should be a first down because the kickoff put it in the end zone, so that means the ball starts exactly on the 20-yard line. So if the ball is on the 30-yard line or beyond it, it should be a first down. They're going to stop for a measurement. Although on grass fields, you never know if those yard lines are exactly five yards. This is a big measurement. 4.43 to go, clock frozen for the measurement. See if it's either fourth and inches or first down for North Branch. They trail Almont 14-7 here in the third. The chains making their way from the far side of the field to the near hash. This This is going to be by a razor's edge either way. They place the chain down. They extend it. He's just short. He is just short. A strong breeze pushes that ball past the line to game. Fourth and a shaven mustache hair away from a first down. North Branch has gone with the QB sneak in this situation. If they move it forward six inches, this is a first down. Under center, Robinson. Almont loading up the middle of that defensive line. Aiden Furkerwan, the linebacker, standing over the center. Robinson. Snap, QB sneak, more than enough for a first down. Plows ahead for a gain of about two. First and 10, North Branch. That's a big fourth down conversion. That's the fourth fourth down conversion for North Branch tonight. They had three on their initial touchdown drive, and here in the second half, on their own 29-yard line, they go for it and move the chains. First and 10, North Branch. Ball placed just past their own 31-yard line. 421 to go and counting here in the third quarter. 14-7 Almont. First and 10 North Branch from their own 31-yard line. Under center, Robinson. Man in motion left to right. Travis, they pitch it to him. He gets hit in the backfield. He goes down. Big loss in the backfield. I believe that was Batani that made the stop. Indeed, it was. The Almont running back getting it done defensively. That's all the way back at the just about the 29-yard line, lost a two, second, and 12. Trying to get someone else involved in the North Branch offense, but Batani making plays, making life hard for North Branch no matter what side of the ball he's on. Second and 12, North Branch on their own 29-yard line. Robinson out of the huddle. Breaks, Chase Borden, the lone man, split to the right. Kevin Gorman behind Robinson. Second and 12, snap. Handoff, no keeper, and oh boy, Robinson is absorbed by Aiden Furkerwan. North Branch going backwards, a loss of another yard, third and 13. And North Branch, they're going to need a big gain here on third and long. Ball placed back at the 28 of North Branch. They need to get to about the 41-42 yard line. Almont has been blitzing just about every play. 
There has not been a lot of time for Braden Robinson to get the ball off. The blitzes have been coming from the edge, forcing Robinson to step up in the pocket. Third and about 13 from their own 28-yard line. And North Branch out of sorts, Chris Sikora forced to call a timeout. And in a close game, especially a run-heavy game, those timeouts can be life preservers at the end of the game. A precious resource used with 2.39 to go in the third. 14-7 Almont over North Branch. See if we can give you some scores from around the area. Ubley on top of Harbor Beach, 28-6. Marysville and Lamphere are tied at the half at 7 Cross Lex up 27 to excuse me 34 to 7 now over Algonac Northern 36 Sterling Heights 0 and last I saw Clintondale 14 St. Clair 7 get get any other scores we'll update you from around the area but here at Krebs Field it is 14-7 Almont on top of North Branch. A quick moving game, 2.39 to go in the third quarter. Almont on the road in hostile territory looking for a big stop. Tight formation, one man split out far to the left, Chase Borden under center. Robinson fakes the pitch on third and 13, throws a swing pass, and it's incomplete. Wouldn't have gone far anyway. Whatever North Branch was trying to do, Almont snuffed it out. And that'll bring on the punt unit for North Branch. They got fourth and an inch. I don't think they're going to try for it on fourth and about 13. Hutchinson back to punt. Winkler back to return inside his own 40-yard line. Almont's brought some pressure off the edge. If that snap's not perfect, Hutchinson... Can't waste his time behind that wall. Winkler stands inside his own 35. Snaps, good. Punt away, end over end. Winkler lets it bounce at the 39. Takes another great Bronco hop to the Almont 26-yard line. And that's where Almont will take over with the lead. 2.25 to go in the third quarter. Almont 14, North Branch 7. Almont unbeaten. As the dark skies in North Branch, out here in farm country, envelop Kreps Field. North Branch needs a stop. Almont's offense has found a bit of a rhythm, as much rhythm as you can find, getting as few possessions as both teams have had this game. 2.25 to go in the third. 14-7, Almont on top of North Branch. First and 10, Raiders from their own 26-yard line. Under center, Dave Dowski, one man behind him, wing to either side. Winkler in motion, left to right, snap, handoff up the middle, ball comes out! There's a pile for it at the 25! North Branch says they have it, waiting for the official signal, they do! Coming out of the pile with it, number seven, Mason Howe, the captain! Falls on the loose ball, and just like that, North Branch 25 yards away from tying this ball game up. The first turnover of the game, and it couldn't have come at a better time for North Branch. First and 10, Broncos on, their, on the Almont 25-yard line. Braden Robinson. First and 10 on the opponent, 25. Robinson under center. 
Kevin Gorman, the one man behind him. Man in motion, Travis. Snap, handoff, Gorman, middle, room to work, to the 20. Cuts inside at the 15, to the 10, to the 5, to the end zone. Touchdown, Kevin Gorman. Touchdown, North Branch. The Broncos an extra point away from tying this game up in the third. Oh, how quickly fortunes can change from having to punt down seven. One play, an Almont fumble, and Gorman takes it 25 yards to the house. And on comes Marissa Hajik to tie this game up. Swinging gate extra point for North Branch. They will have the line out to the left. Only the holder and kicker are behind the center. They will line up for the kick. Tie this game at 14. The holder, Borden. Snap, hold, kick is up, and it spins through the uprights. 2.13 to go in the third quarter. North Branch 14, Almont 14. You're listening to High School Football and GetStuckOnSports.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Preferred Seamless Gutters in Emily City has been family-owned and operated since 1997. With in-house employees, when you call Preferred, you get Preferred. At Preferred, they manufacture all components, making them the warehouse. This ensures prompt installation from Preferred's well-trained and courteous staff, serving St. Clair, Sanilac, Genesee, and northern Macomb counties. Give Melissa a call and she'll be happy to schedule a quote. No high-pressure sales, just great service from Preferred Seamless Gutters in Imlay City. Call 800-964-6613 today. Are you ready for some football? Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. Back here and get stuck on sports.com. Tied at 14. Ground ball kick for North Branch. Winkler picks it up his own 15. Makes a man miss, bouncing outside to the 20. Looking for room to work. He runs out of real estate. He's dragged down by Michael Gorman on the near side. And it'll be first and 10, Almont, and about their own 27-yard line. 2.05 to go in the third. 14-14, all tied up. In the pregame show, you heard Coach Lusby talk about how important turnovers are. And the first turnover of the night goes against Almont. And the next play, the Broncos find the end zone. First and 10, North, excuse me, Almont from their own 27-yard line. Davidowski under center. One man behind him, wing to either side. From the 27, snap, handoff, end around Winkler. Looking for room, has it to the 30. Cuts back at the 35. He's upended after a gain of nine. Second and one upcoming for Almont from their own 36-yard line. That's the second time the end around to number 81's worked. All these Almont... Ball carriers are very patient. They know how to look and find the hole. They don't try to force the issue. Part of the reason why Almont's been so good for darn near two decades is they just keep producing these elite ball carriers and the big men up front making some room for these kids to run. 
Second and about a yard from their own 36-yard line. Dave Dowski under center. Three men behind. Tight splits on the line for Almont. Snap. Handoff. Near side. Batani gets across the 35 and dragged down after a gain of only about three. But that's more than enough for the first down. First and 10. Almont from their own 38-yard line. Clock stops for a moment at 1.16 left to go in the third quarter. Almont 14, North Branch 14. Two undefeated teams in the BWAC duking it out. Trying to be one of two left, assuming Croslex holds their lead in Algonac. David Dowski commands the huddle from their own 38-yard line. To the line of scrimmage. Eight seconds to get this snap off. Dave Dowski not even under center. Davidowski, snap, handoff, right side for Kerwan. The big man makes a man miss, stays on his feet, and leaps forward to about the 42-yard line. Gain of four, second and about six for Almont on their own 42-yard line. Almont does not need to snap this ball if they don't. 25 seconds on the game clock, 26 on the play clock, and James Lusby is going to take it to the fourth quarter. 12 minutes of football left to play in regulation. 14-14, North Branch and Almont all tied up. We'll step aside, fourth quarter action when we come back here and get stuck on sports.com. Every grandma knows GetStuckOnSports.com is where the grandkids play. To hear you say that makes me love you, baby. Making lots of memories. It's your kids. It's your schools. It's your sports. Francic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Francic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800-848-5150. Preferred Seamless Gutters in Emily City has been family-owned and operated since 1997. With in-house employees, when you call Preferred, you get Preferred. At Preferred, they manufacture all components, making them the warehouse. This ensures prompt installation from Preferred's well-trained and courteous staff, serving St. Clair, Sanilac, Genesee, and northern Macomb counties. Give Melissa a call and she'll be happy to schedule a quote. No high-pressure sales. Just great service from Preferred Seamless Gutters in Imlay City. Call 800-964-6613 today. Are you ready for some football? Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. Second and six from their own 42-yard line. Almont starts the fourth quarter, tied at 14 with North Branch. Davidowski under center snap, hands off on end around, and the ball carrier gets tripped up in the backfield. He'll lose about four yards back to their own 38. Brings up third and 10 Almont from their own 38-yard line. North Branch and Almont tied at 14. 11 and a half minutes left to go in regulation. The game here two years ago needed overtime. This one could be of a similar variety. 
Third and 10. Almont from their own 38-yard line. Davidowski under center. Play action. Straight drop. Has room in the pocket. Sidearm slings it deep. Has a man. Caught at the 30-yard line. Keith stays on his feet to the North Branch 22-yard line. That was Cole Walton on the seam route. And the sidearm flick of the wrist from Davidowski put it right on the money. First and 10, Almont deep in North Branch territory. My stat, unofficial stats are correct. That's the first completed pass for Almont tonight. And it's a big one. First and 10, Almont on the 22. They hurry to the line. Davidowski under center, three backs behind him. Davidowski leans in snap, turns left, hands off right. Winkler gets across the 20, gets tripped up at about the 18-yard line. Gain of four, second and six, Almont inside the North Branch red zone. North Branch can find another turnover. Now would be a pretty good time for number two. 10.35 to go in the ballgame. 14-14, Almont and North Branch tied. And the way Sean O'Neill's been kicking for Almont, they're in field goal range. Second and six from the 18-yard line. Davidowski under center. Winkler for Kerwan. Batani, the three men behind him. Second and six. Snap. Hand off Batani. Left side. Finds a hole inside the left tackle. Gets hit at the 15, but drags the defender past the line to gain to about the 11-yard line. Gain a seven. First and 10. Almont on the North Branch 11-yard line. The initial spot says that Almont can still get a first down. About 11 yards from breaking the tie. David Dowski takes his time working to the huddle. To the line of scrimmage. Under center. Davidowski, three men behind him, first and 10 from the 11. Snap, handoff for Kerwan. Big man bounces to the outside, makes one man miss, but there's a swarm of Broncos bringing him down. Looked like Jaden Hutchinson, along with Wyatt Bruff, brought him down for a gain of about a yard. Call it second and nine from the North Branch 10. Again, well within Sean O'Neill's kicking range. The young man for Almont has put three kickoffs through the end zone, or into the end zone, I should say, and one of those came after a penalty that moved him back to the 35. That young man can boot it. Second and nine from the 10-yard line of North Branch. Almont knocking on the door. Davidowski under center. Winkler for Kawana Batani. Snap. Play action. Davidowski throws to the end zone, and it's in and out of the hands of Winkler. Oh, it hit him in the chest, although you have to give a little bit of credit to the defender from North Branch. That was number 44, Thomas Can. He got the hand up, and I think it got into the line of vision of Winkler, so he had that momentary blink, just that lapse of maybe even seeing the football, and it got through Can's hand, hit Winkler in the chest, and falls incomplete, and brings up a big third and nine from the North Branch 10. 8.59 to go, clock stopped after the incompletion. North Branch 14, Almont 14, Raiders trying to break the tie. Batani brings the troop to the line. Five seconds to get this snap off. Davidowski, excuse me, to the line. Snap, pitch Batani up inside the left tackle, trying to get to the outside. He's brought down, but a flag comes out. 
It was a gain of about six to the North Branch four, but a flag sitting on the nine-yard line. If this is holding, this is going to put Almont way behind the chains. Let's wait for the official signal. Been a very cleanly played game, not too many flags. And, in fact, it is holding against Almont. So third and nine, which would have taken it to about fourth and third. Three, maybe four yards is walked back to the 19-yard line, bringing up third and 19. Earlier on this drive, Chase Davidowski, the flick of the sidearm wrist, had a big first down on third and 13 from their own territory. 8.43 and counting. Third and 19. For Almont, Davidowski under center, Furco on the deep man, snap, handoff on the end around, looking for room, Winkler, he finds it, cuts up to the 10, he has no one in front of him to the 5, to the end zone, Almont, 3rd and 19, gets it all, touchdown Raiders, they lead it 20-14. to 14. From their own 19-yard line, they needed basically everything, and they got everything, that end around, to Luke Winkler, finds the end zone. Sean O'Neill on for the extra point. The snap, the hold, and the kick are all good. And with 8.26 to go in the ballgame, Almont retakes the lead, 21-14. Raiders on top. You're listening to High School Football and GetStuckOnSports.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Port Huron Prowlers are gearing up for another season at McMoran Arena. Get your season tickets today at phprowlers.com. You won't want to miss a moment of the high-flying hockey action. Once you have your tickets, make sure to stop over at their new online store for all of your merchandise needs. Prowlers open their season at home on Friday, October 20th against the Motor City Rockers. Make sure to fill up McMoran Arena and get ready for another year of Prowler hockey. Are you ready for some football? Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. 8.26 to go in the fourth quarter, 21-14. Almont, Sean O'Neill runs up, pooches it to the near side, bounces on the 20, picked up by North Branch. That was 23, Martin Mercino. He gets it to about the 25-yard line. So they force North Branch to return a kick, and they'll get it about four yards ahead of where they normally would if he just kicked it through the end zone. First and 10, North Branch on their own 24-yard line. 8.22 to go in the fourth quarter. The way North Branch's offense works, this might as well be their last drive. First and 10 from their own 24, Braden Robinson under center. One man behind him, Kevin Gorman. Mercino in motion left to right. Snap, handoff up the middle. Gorman into a wall of orange and black. Gets stood up at the 26. He'll get two yards, but nothing more than that. Second and eight upcoming for North Branch. You're Chris Sikora. You have to play this drive like it's your last one. 
The way North Branch moves the ball down the field, their longest play of the day has been a 25-yard run. That was Gorman on their last touchdown after the fumble by Almont. Second and eight from the 26-yard line of North Branch. Broncos quarterback Robinson under center. Fumbles a snap, takes it forward, and I don't know how he takes those fumbled snaps. He gets five yards and turns what should have been a nothing play into a gain of about five They've placed the ball on the 30, so it'll be third and five from their own 30-yard line. The wherewithal from that young man to pick it up and just take what he can has been impressive tonight. He's kept the Broncos at least somewhat on schedule. Third and five from their own 30-yard line. Just over seven minutes to go in the fourth. North Branch trails by seven. Robinson under center. Mercino fakes the motion. Snap. Keeping it up the middle. Robinson first down and more. Slips a tackler at the 35. Down to his own 39-yard line. Gain of nine. First and ten. North Branch. 6.54. Clock temporarily stops for the chains. 21-14. Almont on top of North Branch. North Branch doesn't have to hurry, but this, for all intents and purposes, might as well be the last drive North Branch can assume they will get. Just the way their offense works. I know there's still six and a half minutes to go. First and ten from their own 39-yard line. Robinson under center, Kevin Gorman, the deep man, one receiver split out to the right. Mercino in motion left to right, snap. Robinson play action, the fake, wants to go over the top and it's just a step too far for Giovanni Travis. Wanted him at the Almont 35 and the play action for North Branch trying to hit the home run just comes up a bit too long. Second and 10 from their own 39 yard line. But I like the play call, they haven't shown that much on first and 10 yet. Good time to break it out. to go in the fourth, 21-14. Almont on top of North Branch. Second and 10 from their own 39-4 North Branch. Robinson under center, snap, handoff, no. Keeper on the right side gets across the line of scrimmage and immediately brought down at about the 43-yard line. Give him three, maybe four yards to bring up a third and about six for North Branch. I imagine if you get any a little, a few yards here, you're going for it on fourth down. North Branch is four for four on fourth down, but they have a third down to try to get about six yards. We'll call it third and six from their own 43-yard line. Broncos to the line. Under center, Robinson. Gorman, the one deep man. Split out to the left, Chase Borden. Robinson puts Travis in motion, left to right, snap, pitch, Travis looking for the edge, makes one man miss, he's upended at the 45-yard line, gain of two, coming up to make the play, Luke Winkler upended the ball carrier for North Branch, it's a gain of about two, fourth and four, and that offense is staying on the field for North Branch. 5-13 to go in the ball game. Clock running, 21-14, Almont on top of North Branch. North Branch has two timeouts to use. Robinson goes to the huddle. He has 15 seconds to get this playoff, no rush. See if they go with the hard count, try to get a free first down. Fourth and four from their own 45, down seven. North Branch needs four. Robinson under center, snap, play action. 
Rolling right, Robinson stops, throws, has a man, caught at the Almont 36, brought down at the Almont 31. The open man, Chase Borden, and North Branch needed four, got a whole heck of a lot more than that into Almont territory. First and 10 Broncos at the Almont. They'll place it right on the 30-yard line. The poise from Braden Robinson to roll out right, stop. Man was bearing down on him and put the ball right where he needs to. First and 10, North Branch on the Almont 30. Under center, Robinson, Gorman, the one man behind him. Snap, handoff Gorman up the middle, bounces inside the right tackle, gets stood up after a gain of about two, second and eight upcoming for North Branch from the Almont 28-yard line. 4 12 and rolling here to go in the fourth. 21 14, Almont on top of North Branch. All the eggs are in the basket of this drive for North Branch. Trying to find the end zone, either tie it up or take the lead with a two point conversion. Second and eight from the Almont 28. Robinson under center, Gorman the deep man split out to the left, Chase Borden. Robinson snap, handoff, no keeper, left side. Robinson makes a man miss at the 25 to the 20. Cuts in tied to the 15 to the 10, and he's wrapped down at the five-yard line. North Branch on the doorstep, tying this game up with 3.40 to go in the fourth. And actually, if you're North Branch, getting tackled there isn't the worst-case scenario. Now you can eat a little more clock. Now you can make it tougher on Almont. You use all of this play clock. Have four plays to find the end zone. First and goal from the five-yard line. 21-14, Almont on top of North Branch. But you hear the Broncos stampeding towards the end zone. Trying to tie it up late in this ball game. Braden Robinson to the line of scrimmage. Three seconds to get this snap off. Robinson under center, snap, handoff Gorman. He gets stood up at the line of scrimmage, gets maybe a yard if the officials are feeling generous. It'll be second and goal, around three or four yards to go, but that clock keeps moving under three minutes to go. And you want to get in the end zone, they'll give no gain, so it's back at about the five, just inside the five-yard line. Clock running down, Almont with three timeouts. See when the Raiders elect to use them or if they want to keep them all for offense. Under 10 seconds to go on the play clock, under center. Robinson, Gorman the man behind him, second and goal from the four. Snap, keeper, Robinson, he slips in the backfield. Maybe back to the line of scrimmage, they will give him the four-yard line. That brings up third and goal from the four. And now, if you're North Branch, you just got to get in the end zone any way you can. 2-10 and rolling here in the fourth. Ball about even with the right upright. North Branch working into the east end zone here at Kreps Field, trying to tie this game up and stay undefeated in league play. Hand Almont their first loss overall. Under center, Robinson, third and goal from the four. Snap, handoff, no, pitch right side. Borden has room, excuse me, Hutchinson has room, and he finds the end zone. Jaden Hutchinson brings North Branch within a point with a buck 46 to go, and it will come down 
to what may be the extra point. Are they keeping Sahajic on the sideline? They are keeping the kicker on the sideline, and I think Chris Sakura is going for the jugular. Offense stays on the field. They're going for the win. 146 to go. Three yards to take the lead. Robinson under center. Gorman the deep man. Robinson, snap, handoff, no pitch. Again, one at Hutchinson, same play. Two points good. North Branch with the lead. They called for the encore. The play that got the touchdown gets them the two points. The Bronco faithful going wild. They're a buck 46 from taking this ball game and knocking Almont off. 22-21, North Branch on top. Jaden Hutchinson gets the touchdown on third and goal. They go for two, and Hutchinson on the same exact play finds the end zone. 22-21, North Branch on top of Almont. North Branch on top. Almont with all three timeouts. Sean O'Neill's a good kicker. Almont doesn't need to find the end zone. They just need to get in field goal range. 1.46 to go in the fourth quarter. On to kick Sahajic. Now he'll get a chance to boot it away. Sahajic. Right hand up. The run up and the line drive kick. Fielded at the 23. Working up the middle, Winkler finds room at the 35 that goes away quickly. He'll fall down at about the 38-yard line. 101 seconds for Almont to work with. They trail North Branch 22-21. Three timeouts. And the way O'Neill's kicked it, if you get to the 30, you at least have a chance with the way O'Neill can boot it. First and 10. Ball is placed. Official still holding it up. They place it at the 40-yard line. First and 10, Almont on their own 40. Down a point, 141 to go. Davidowski under center. Furquan, the only man behind him. Snap, handoff, end around Winkler. Has room, bounces to the outside of 40. 45, and he just scampers out of bounds at his own 47-yard line. Under two minutes to go, smart move, conserves the clock, and gives Almont's offense a chance to reset. They don't have to hurry. 1.36 to go in the fourth. Second and three for Almont. On the right hash, second and three from their own 47-yard line. Davidowski under center for Kawan, the deep man. No one split out wide for Almont. In motion, Batani hands off on the end around. He has room and blockers in front. Midfield, 45, 40, cuts up to the 35, and he runs out of bounds deep into Bronco territory. First and 10, Almont, and they are on the door of field goal range. On the 35-yard line, that's where they'll spot it, and Batani got out of bounds. 
So the clock stops once again. Working the edges. North Branch trying to take away the middle. Almont's taking advantage of the off-tackle runs. 1.28 to go in the fourth. Broncos by a point. Almont driving on the left hash. Davidowski under center. Batani in motion. Same play. End around. Looking for room. Runs out. Cuts up. Gets a couple yards. Hard to see where he stepped out on the far sideline. Actually got across the 30. Gain of about seven. I don't know how Batani tiptoed down the sideline, but he got about seven, eight yards on that play. Again, out of bounds. Clock has barely ran it all, down to 123. Second and three, Almont on the North Branch 28-yard line. And even if you don't get another foot from this point on, you're in field goal range for Sean O'Neill. Second and three from the North Branch 28-yard line. Davidowski under center. Batani in motion, same handoff again. Follows his blockers to the 25, cuts outside of the 20, and he gets brought down near the 15-yard line. And this time he's tackled inbounds. The clock will run, but Almont's so deep in North Branch territory, that's not necessarily a bad thing. 1-13 and rolling. North Branch with only two timeouts. First and 10, North Branch on about the North, excuse me, Almont on the 15-yard line. Hand off Patani, left side again. This time, the hole is closed up rather quickly, but he still gains about four yards to make it second and six from the North Branch 11, and Almont will call a timeout. 57 seconds left to go in the ballgame. Let's reset it for you if you're just joining us. At the half, it was 7-7. North Branch and Almont traded long drives. Wasn't a whole lot of many possessions in the first half. Almont got a three and out to start the second half and went down the field and scored and make it 14-7. They get the stop they needed against North Branch with the first play after the punt. A fumble that Mason Howe jumped on, and then it was Kevin Gorman up in the middle, 25 yards for the score. We were tied at 14. Almont got the ball back, and they marched right down the field. Couple of big third down conversions, and on third and nine, excuse me, third and 18 from the 19, Luke Winkler found the end zone to make it 21-14. North Branch got the ball back, needed a score, and they get in the end zone. Jaden Hutchinson find, found the corner. They kept the kicker on the sideline, went for two, ran the same play, scored again to make it 22-21. Almont with the ball, 57 seconds left to go on the North Branch 11, well within Sean O'Neill's range. Second and six from the North Branch 11 for Chase Davidowski and Almont. Three men behind him. Snap, turns left, hand off Batani. Works to the outside, brought down inbounds. Did the ball come out? I believe it did, but it went out of bounds on the far sideline. We'll see where they spot the ball. I believe it went out of bounds past the first down marker. And the officials are going to have a discussion. I believe if you fumble it forward out of bounds, it comes back to the spot of the fumble. Because he fumbled it looked like at about the eight-yard line, and they have the ball placed at about the five. So the officials are talking right now. The ball did come out, but I believe it was fumbled forward. It's on the far sideline. It was hard for me to see. Officials discussing where to place the ball. Right now, the clock stopped with 50 and a half seconds left to go. 22-21, North Branch on top of Almont, but Almont looking to respond. Let's see what they will move it back, I believe. 
Let's see, once they set it down, they move it back quite a bit. Back to the 10-yard line. Oh, no, excuse me. They place it on the 5. Hard to see. No, it'll be about the 7. Third and about a yard for Almont, a yard or two. Third and short, Almont, on about the North Branch 7. Broncos need a stop. Almont trying to retake the lead. Under center, Davidowski. Hand off Batani. Cuts inside the left tackle. Finds room. He stood up. He's still moving. There's a big pile. Did he get in the end zone? He did. Touchdown, Almont. Chase Batani would not be denied. And with 40 seconds left to go, Almont retakes the lead. They just kept. Feeding Batani. And he finds the end zone, the two-minute drill. Almont didn't have to throw the ball. Two-point conversion coming up for Almont. 27-22. A two-point conversion would make it a seven-point game. Doesn't make a ton of difference for North Branch. They have to find the end zone some way, somehow in 40 seconds. Only one timeout was used between both of these late drives I have a feeling 32 might get this ball two point conversion Batania takes the handoff he works inside the left tackle spins off a defender into the end zone two point conversion 29-22 Almont on top of North Branch 40.7 seconds left to go to go in the fourth. And what was a very defensive first half has turned into an offensive explosion here in the second half. 40.7 seconds left to go. See what James Lusby wants to do on the kickoff. O'Neal has the ability to kick it deep, and unlike college in the pros, if the ball crosses the goal line, The return man doesn't get his choice. Once it crosses the goal line, the play's dead. First and 10 from the 20. Have a feeling they're going to tell O'Neal to kick it as far as he can. Back deep for North Branch. Looks like Michael Gorman and Martin Mercino. 40.7 on the clock. 29-22. Almont on top of North Branch. The Raiders trying to stay perfect on the air, perfect in league. The ball teed up on the 40. The run up, it will be an end over end kick. This isn't getting to the end zone. Brought in by Mercino at the two. Works to the near side to the 10, to the 15, to the 20. Makes a move inside of the 25, down at about the 29-yard line. Six seconds came off the clock. First and 10, North Branch on their own 29-yard line. No ifs, ands, or buts. North Branch has to find the end zone in 34 seconds. They have two timeouts to work with. Almont looks like they're coming out in a prevent defense. And they move up a bit, not too bad. They have three men at about the 40-yard line, about 12 yards off the ball. First and 10 North Branch from their own 29-yard line. Man split out either side to the left for North Branch is Borden. For the right is Mercino. Under center, Robinson. 
Snap, straight drop, pressure comes. He has to avoid pressure, he does. To the near side, still looking downfield. Robinson throws the throw, ball came out. Almont's on top of it. Is it a fumble? No, it's a forward pass. The official saying it was a forward pass. Almont's sideline is beyond themselves. Thought for sure it was a fumble. Clock down to 24 seconds. And North Branch still alive, but barely. Oh, boy. Braden Robinson did a heck of a job to stay alive. He was looking downfield. Credit the Almont DBs. They stayed with their receivers. Second and 10 from their own 29-yard line. North Branch, well, time to pull out every trick they have. Two timeouts. Two men split to the right, one to the left. First three receiver set we've seen for North Branch. Robinson, snap, straight drop, has a moment. Pressure comes, throws, has Travis at the North Branch 41, tackled immediately to the 44-yard line with 18 seconds left to go. North Branch calls a timeout. So they at least get the first down. 18 seconds left in a timeout. You figure you have at most three plays to get in the end zone. Next two plays are all about setting up a potential Hail Mary. Hey, if you have a hook and ladder in your playbook, if you have some sort of trickery, this is where you pull it out. This is where those plays at the end of practice you might work on, those ones you go, ah, we might never use them. This is when you have to use them. First and 10 North Branch on their own 44-yard line. Almont 29, North Branch 22. Broncos took the lead with under two minutes to go, and Almont, without throwing the ball, went 60 yards for the score in just over a minute's time. One timeout left for North Branch. Twins to the right, Borden and Hutchinson. Man to the near side, Martin Mercino. Giovanni Travis, the split end on the right side. Under center. Robinson, four down linemen for Almont, showing blitz. They bring five, straight drop. Robinson, he gets eaten up. No, he somehow stays on his feet, but he's eventually dropped back at the 40-yard line. 12 seconds to go, and North Branch has to burn their final timeout. Who came up with the sack? It looks like Eric Haddon got the final hit on Robinson, and now North Branch out of timeouts, just a tick under 13 seconds showing on the clock. Have to get it past the markers. Have to get out of bounds if you're North Branch. North Branch called the timeout. They'll take the huddle. Ball on their own 42-yard line. Have to throw to the sidelines or have to throw it past the Almont 46-yard line. That's where the chains are. That it at least gives you an opportunity to get up to the line and spike it and give you one last heave to the end zone. Almont brought the blitz up the middle, and that pocket collapsed instantaneously, and Robinson had no choice. He got out of the initial hit, but was met by Haddon two yards behind the line of scrimmage. Otherwise, I think Robinson at least runs for the first down and gets them slightly closer to Hail Mary range. Depending on where Almont plays, maybe a quick out, try to move it up five, ten yards. Only take a second or two off the clock. Second and 12 from their own 42-yard line. 13 seconds to go. North Branch needs a touchdown. High snap. Robinson can't find it. Almont falls on it. That's going to be the ball game. The snap went through the hands of Robinson. Didn't know where it went. And Almont 
is going to leave North Branch with a 29-22 victory. All they need to do is snap it one more time. Take a knee and head back to Almont with a well-earned victory. Almont's offense on the field. All they need to do, clean snap and a kneel down. And Almont will remain undefeated by the skin of their teeth. David Dowski under center, takes the snap, drops down to the left knee, and Almont celebrating on the far sideline. Your final score here in North Branch, Almont 29, North Branch 22. We'll tell you all about it when we come back. You're listening to high school football coverage live on GetStuckOnSports.com. Are you ready for some football? Don't you dare fumble that ball. Keep it glued to GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Zimmer Roofing has been serving Eastern Michigan and the Thumb for over 35 years. Family-owned since 1984, Zimmer Roofing is a full-service commercial and residential roofing contractor specializing in flat and low-slope roofing systems, as well as shingles, metal, and insulated wall panels. When you need reliable service from a contractor that you trust who stands by their work, call Zimmer today at 810-966-6991 and request a quote. Zimmer Roofing and Construction experienced and trustworthy. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Shopping for a vehicle the last two years has been frustrating for all of us. Inflated prices and misleading ads that waste your time and money. Look no further than Jepson Car Company. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson Car Company is St. Clair County's most transparent dealership. At Jepson, the price you see on a vehicle is the price you pay. No hidden fees or misleading rebates. When you need your next vehicle, stop by Jepson Car Company today. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out the brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. Go into TP Logos and I can assure you, you're going to find something you love for whatever area team you root for. If they don't have what you need, they'll custom make it just for you. That's TP Logos, 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. If you need Blue Water area scores, standing schedules, and more, go to GetStuckOnSports.com. Not able to listen to the game live? GetStuckOnSports.com archives all their broadcasts so you can listen at any time. GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. See you on the field, superstar. You've got it on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Back here on the Get Stuck on Sports post-game show, 29-22, Almont 
beats North Branch here at Kreps Field. Broncos dropped their first BWAC game. Let's give a just an abbreviated recap. 7-7 at halftime, much the way I expected the first half to go. But start the second half, Almont got a three and out, scored. Got the stop on North Branch, up 14-7. North Branch punts, first play for the Raiders. They fumble, North Branch scores on a 25-yard score to make it 14-14. Almont gets the ball back, but what do they do? Bing, bang, boom, down the field. Long touchdown drive to make it 21-14. North Branch then uh, takes about a six-and-a-half-minute drive to score with about a minute 40 left, goes for two, gets it to go up 22-21. But then, after a squib kick, puts Almont at their own 40. The Raiders did not throw a pass. Run, 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 out of bounds, out of bounds, out of bounds, and Chase Patani gets the game-winning score, 29-22. A snap over the head of Robinson would seal it for North Branch, and Almont would recover the fumble. Almont still undefeated at 4-0. North Branch drops to 2-2 with their first league loss. Take one more break. When we come back, we'll wrap up this broadcast here and get stuck on sports.com. Every grandma knows GetStuckOnSports.com is where the grandkids play. To hear you say that makes me love you, baby. Making lots of memories. It's your kids. It's your schools. It's your sports. Derek Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Can't make it in during normal business hours? Just don't feel like leaving home? Kimball Appliance is now offering in-home sales consultations. I, Jane Williams, will personally come to your house and measure your appliances, show you pricing, give you design options, and check inventory. This is another world-class service that Kimball Appliance is offering that the big box stores could never even think about. Contact Jane at 810-908-8983. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington. A family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. Are you ready for some football? Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. Back here on the Get Stuck on Sports post-game show. 29-22, Almont knocks off North Branch in dramatic fashion to stay on 
beaten. Next week, Almont, while the road doesn't get any easier for them, they face Armada, who beat MLA City 27, or excuse me, 47 to 7 tonight. And North Branch, they will host Algonac. Thank you so much for joining me. I've been Brady Beaton for GetStuckOnStorts.com. Again, your final from Kreps Field. The Almont Raiders 29, North Branch 22. The band performing their lights out performance with the fireworks in the background. Hope you all have a safe and wonderful weekend. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.